Anything but a one. Anything but a one. Good evening, one and all. Welcome to Anything but a one podcast. This is our fourteenth episode, and we're getting a bit dead and grimy today. Uh, I'm Alex or Trumpkin, and I'm always here. Uh, and who else is with me? Let's see who's going to do. Who's going to speak up first? Who's with me then? Normally Dave, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dave. <laughs> I'm not today. Yeah. <laughs> Dave, then Matt, then me. Let's do it. Okay. okay. Dave, Wait, you got Dave, Dave, Dave again, then, or? <laughs> Every time, every bloody week, the same thing happens. <laughs> All right, I'm here with <laughs> with Dave and Matt and Mike. Okay, Hung Donkey with Nightwing and Eric and me, and we are the Anything But a One podcast team. Uh, and uh, today, <laughs> we've got an echo already. What's I going like on? I should have just not said anything. That was entirely my fault. And we have an echo. Yes. We no, are no. literally 30 seconds into the podcast. And it's all, and gone, it's all gone wrong. Shit. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been anything but a one. Thank yeah. you very much for listening. <laughs> we'll catch you next week. So, bye-bye. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, so, right. Um, <laughs> uh, before we start, can you hear me all right? Yeah, we can. <laughs> should we, can we just try. restart the episode? No. We'll oh, carry God. on. Oh, we do no. not. We do, We are pure. We do not edit. We oh, no. don't cut out all the all the bad stuff, do we? Double skulls. We let everyone see our true colours. Um, shit. Yes. <laughs> yeah, right. pretty, pretty much. Yeah. This week, this week, this week, we are talking about the necromantic roster, uh, specifically the skills claw and dirty player. We're going to talk about sneaky git for some reason, but instead we're moving that to a different week, probably Chaos Dwarves. Um, and we're talking about Wilhelm Cheney. Oh, I do like a bit of Wilhelm Chaining. He is pretty great. And Jay Earlice. I'm pronouncing it correctly this time. It's not Jay Earlice, which for some reason I look at it and think that's what it is. That's a very unusual pronunciation, Alex. It's not the it worst. Sounds like some sort of 18th century duke. <laughs> it's um, I remember Duke of Earlice. <laughs> um, the it's a bit like with um, you know, we talked about what's his face, the uh, Ithaca Benwin, Benwan, whatever his name is. I listened to Percy's Trollcast recently, the episode on Kemri, and they had exactly the same problem. Um, Ravid was trying to pronounce him, and he was like, he was Ithaca Benwin? Benwine? And I was, we did exactly the same thing. He's an awkward Benoit. thing to pronounce. Benoit. But there's no T at the end. So, yeah. Anyway, 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 anyway. Um, we're talking about Necromantic. Then we are going to talk about uh, Bubba Bowl, which is coming up this Saturday, and we are all, for the first time, going to be at one tournament since we started the podcast. Yay! Yeah, I feel like there was no excuses this time, was there? As it's down literally here in Bristol. I nearly, I nearly had to cancel it. I'm so gutted, but I, thankfully I managed to wiggle it around. It's my um, yeah. It's, I mean, it's my mum's birthday, and she was like, "Hey, let's all meet up and do something." And I was like, oh, "I can't on Saturday. Can we do it, <laughs> we do it Sunday?" <laughs> but I managed to. There you go. I managed to push my own mother's birthday back, so I can wow. come to Bubba. Wow, you, you have your priorities straight there. Absolutely. <laughs> Good I'm not sure if it's good dedication, <laughs> but it's dedication. Then, yes, well, after that... You know, I'm, I'm going off to Ar- um, Arbol on Mother's Day, but I mean, that's not as bad. <laughs> um, take her along. Take your mum along. Give her yeah, a... why not? I can teach you how to play in the next three weeks. Not a, what, not a problem. Easy peasy. Blood Bowl's it's, it's famously easy to pick up. Um, <laughs> it only yeah. took me seven years to get mediocre. <laughs> um... Then we're talking. I'm, I'm going to quickly. We're going to talk quickly about a uh, version of Blood Bowl called Masters, which is a spin on Sevens, um, which is a lot of fun. Because I had a game of that today, and I want to talk about it because it's brilliant. And then we're going to round off with Blood Blusters. You can is hear that meant to be some sort of dramatic music after that. I think that's meant to be any kind of positive reaction. That's what I was hoping for. 
Hang on, hang on. Okay. Even a sarcastic Woo! one. Thank you. That's better. Yes. So um, that's what we're going to be talking about. So let's start with Necromantic, with the Necromantic roster. So um, I, with, with Necromantic, I, I wasn't a fan of them when I first saw them. I first um, sort of compared them to the Undead or whatever, and I wasn't, I wasn't that keen. And then I saw them being used, and then I realised they're actually really, really good. Yeah, they've got they, their own, they they own flavour to them. And um, I, I don't know about you guys, but I feel like I'm seeing them more and more. Especially every table, every tournament I go to, there's like more Necromantic teams than there was last time, and there's more than you'd think. But um, yeah, they seem to be quite popular. Because they want a team at the World Cup. That's yeah, true. I was thinking that. <laughs> but I mean, I'm the only one who's I've seen at any tournament use it at the moment. But to be fair, there's only been two since the World Cup, so maybe it's uh, I've just not been to enough. Mm. Well, I remember last Gertz. I remember watching you, Matt, and you you were Necromantic against another Necromantic team. And I was still relatively fresh-faced, and I was like, Necromantic? What are these guys all about? And, yeah. So it was strange seeing two Necromantic teams against one another. Wait, did Matt play Necromantic again? I'm pretty sure I was undead. Were you? Well, well, what with not having a Necromantic team, I'm going to say yes. And also in episode one, flat throwback here, he said he hated Necromantic. Yeah. Well, all right. Well... God, pay attention. I I can't help it. Luke, Luke? (laughs) I'm sorry, it's been a long day. (laughs) Well, everyone, it's just, it's weird. We're doing this midweek rather than on a Sunday night, so it's throwing me off a little bit. Yeah, it's very distracting. It is a little bit weird. Why did we do that? Um, because Sunday we were either busy or busy. Oh, oh well. Um, so yeah, Necromantic. They are one of the undead teams. They are they're weird because they're kind of most of their positionals come from the normal undead team, except they have. Two unique ones, both of which are very, very nice. And very, very expensive. And very, yes. very expensive. Yeah. So the first, of course, that people are going to... When they think of Necromantic, you think of the werewolves. Obviously. Yes. Yeah, they're the same price as a war dancer. <laughs> That's a lot. Yeah, I, I was actually thinking about this um, before we started recording, like, about the werewolf and sort of how expensive it is, and just thinking... Like value for money, and you you put it next to a war dancer, and you think which one would you rather have? And surely it's always going to be the war dancer, isn't it? Most of the time, yeah. But well, it it is, but to be fair, in the context of the necromantic team, the werewolf, the werewolf plays a lot of the gaps in the necromantic team for sure. Yeah, and then the thing is the fact that the necromantic team you're going to be basically trying to smash the opponent off the pitch. The fact you've got a player with frenzy and claws is definitely going to help that. And the claw does not entirely negate, but somewhat negate the fact that there's no mighty blow to start off in the roster. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it, it does mean that you know it's, you're ineffective against armor seven, but any kind of average armor eighteen, you, you have a slight edge with the werewolves. Mm. Yeah, for sure. And the fact that yeah, against armor seven, you got frenzy, so you get that extra opportunity to hit them means you're more likely to knock them down. Technical difficulties again. We are again. I think it's probably. Is it you, Dave? Um, I'm here, Dave. Dave? Yeah, just. Uh, Can you hear me? Yes. We were having some static issues again just then, that's all. Oh, it's like. Yeah. (laughs) It's died down again now. Once you started talking, it's like you weren't talking, and then this is going to be a. Ladies and gentlemen, we apologise for this. This is going to be an awful episode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we'll be fine. Um, so, yeah, what I was saying was, because they got Frenzy, if you can hit that Armour 7 person, 
and not, uh, chances are you're going to be able to knock them down at some point because you, you'll probably have two dice block against them, and two blocks means you yeah. should be able to knock them down. So you can. You've got to be careful, obviously, with the frenzy as well because. Uh, yeah, I mean, we've, quite often the armor nine pieces can often be strength four and above, so you have to be quite careful. Yeah, I mean, we, we've discussed the kind of the drawback <clears throat> of, of frenzy as well. You know, you can be doing a two dice your favor block, and you don't push them down, and suddenly, you know, you're potentially two dice against because you've got to hit them again. Yes, but then you've got a lot of guard access on the team. Two white, two flesh guard, and all got strength access. You're going to have a decent amount of guard. Yes, you will, yeah. You should be able to do it well and behave yourself and not get stuck too often. I've not seen too many necromantic wells get frenzied into a bad position because most of the time you have the tools to uh, sort yourself out. I mean, you can synergize it quite well with the flesh golems and have stand firm stop you from frenzying too far out of the way. That's true. By pushing the opponent into the flesh golem. Which is, I like that idea. It makes it's weird if you think about it happening in real life. <laughs> you just have it a is actually fairly. I mean, obviously, it involves having quite a lot of players. But with the flesh golems and the whites in there, quite often you want a bit of a cluster in the middle just to uh, outbash with the stand firm and the strength four. Yes, quite <coughs> right. On my last um, necromantic game in a tournament, um, that happened. There was a there was a point where everybody just got squashed in the middle. Actually, squashed against the sidelines, and it it was yeah, it was working well for the necromantic player because they had. That um that frenzy and that stand firm and that guard, which was perfect, a great combination for having a yeah. Scrum. The sidelines are really where the necromantic team would want to push their opponent and get the most amount of damage involved. Mm. Yeah, I mean the, the the combination of um of having both stand firm and frenzy on your team really gives you an edge if you can um if you can pin the opponent against the sideline, then yeah, you, you've got a real advantage. We've lost Dave, by the way. I have noticed that. I think he's reconnecting now. <laughs> okay, I've tried but, out a um, Yeah, I hope we have no um, people disappointed that there's a lack of Hong Dongyman in this podcast. Yeah. Um, he has just... Um, point. Well, you can Message read that yourself. Yeah. I don't need to say anything. It's because he's in Winscom <laughs> and internet is delivered by a man in a little wagon. Yeah. He comes on with a bucket of internet and he's, he's not been by because of the storms, so... So I'm looking out the window, but I can't see the smoke signals either because it's too dark. No, they're basically stranded, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, I think I think I think they're due to get a fresh delivery of internet tomorrow. But tonight, our luck. Yeah, never mind. He might join us later. You get like a little picture of a dancing cat in the mail, and that <laughs> last them for a week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, anyway, completely anyway, yeah? anyway, anyway. So, um, speaking of werewolves, they um, uh, let's just say first things first. Movement eight is awesome. Yes, so movement good. eight is amazing. They are really, really great. And you've but got to, at oh, the same but, time. It can be a little bit of a, um, well, I say actually a little bit because you don't have to move the entire it, but the thing is, you, if you don't count the ghouls, cause I'll, and I'll get onto this later, so much quicker than the rest of the team. Yes, they, a they, lot quicker. It's, they're often held back by the speed of the rest of the team. Definitely, mm. yeah. But it's still amazing, and you'll be blown away by it time and time again. We've it's, all had it. It's, it's, it's useful to have on your side, and the fact is, it means you know you could break through with your your werewolves, and you you can basically you can outrun other slow bashy teams with your werewolves. Yes. Yeah, for sure, and keep up as well with the quicker catches of other teams in defence. Absolutely, yeah. Get frenzy in on like a strength two wood elf catcher, and you've got four shots essentially at taking them out if they try to make a break for it. Yes. Yeah, I mean the the thing is, worst case scenario of that is your the is going to push them back two squares. Yeah, for sure. 
they are and the perfect anything, sweeper. Um, pushing them back two squares might be all you need to stop them scoring in like turn eight or something. Exactly, yeah. Mm. It also means if you find a gap or you get a blitz or something which gives you an advantage, you can zip them right down there. If um if you've got like a uh, someone on the line and you manage to punch a hole with your flesh golems, you can get your werewolves right in your opponent's nose. They can get them so far down. It's like a gutter running. You you kind of, you always got to keep an eye on them because they can travel very far. Yeah. From anywhere, you're never safe from a necromantic werewolf. Yeah, I mean they're they're they're, they're so mobile. Yeah. And another thing with the mobility as well is that they have agility access, which allows them to take dodge, which increases their agility tenfold. And well, you, you can't be scared of getting away from people mm. then. Give them sprint and sure feet as well, or yeah, one of the two, sure. and suddenly give them Although, sprint. Although, yeah, to be fair, there's, there's a lot of very good skills that necromantic werewolves can take. Sprint and sure feet probably wouldn't be up there. No, uh, I mean... Until they hit... I mean, at that point, you're looking at superstar and legend status. Yeah, you may, start to be, running to be honest, too. Alex, you, you may as well just give them shadowing at that point. I'm going to talk to you about shadowing <laughs> later. Right, oh, because no. I took it today in my game, my master's game against Dave, and it helped me win the game. It probably won me the game, and I will tell you more about that. We later. only have your word on this. It's absolutely Quite true. Fair. I promise. So Swear I'll go and text Dave now. Do it. Just tell say, him. is he bullshitting us about this shadowing thing? No. Because he tries to shoehorn it in every week. <laughs> I bloody love it. All right, um, well, we can talk about that later. Anyway. So, yeah, <laughs> you said they've got general and agility access. Yes. Um, I think they don't have strength access, but I have to say, the reason I probably didn't like Necromantic was because I feel like whenever I play Necromantic on Fumble, it seems to always be against min-max Necromantic <laughs> teams with claw-pomming Necromantic werewolves. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Necromantic, what with the whole, all of their position, I mean, it's the zombies you're never going to really skill up, so they're sort of like prime candidates for min-maxing, so just pop skills, all the skills on the werewolves and the whites have the rest as, like, just roadblocks, because Flesh Golems are the perfect roadblock, as are the zombies. Oh, You've got four true. absolute killers there mm. in the whites and the werewolves, and the rest are just pretty much there to soak up the rest of the damage. So they're oh, yeah. the perfect min-max candidates. I hate min-maxing. Have I ever mentioned that? Yeah, I it's think a lot of people aren't. I, I think, yeah. It's, it's all about making, like, the biggest possible team. Yeah. I mean, with all of the superstar zombies. With my four-skilled snotlings. It's all about I mean, that. Admitted, I mean, you've got to say that just getting a snot into four skills is impressive enough. Oh, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> it's all about the blood. What do you even take after four skills for snorting? I mean, they've already got sidestep and um, actually that's all they've got. Sprint, short feet, catch, loads of things. Diving, tackling. Yeah, that's true. But, right, um, well, this is the, this from is the different discussion. But, um, <laughs> from from the, white, the Isle of Wight Blood Bowl League, uh, uh, Lemp, I think he's quite famous for never retiring any players so he's got players with like millions of injuries that are so bloated but he never retires them until they die which I think is brilliant I have to look this up what, like, his, um... four, like four niggling injuries and stuff yeah because yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 it's in the league that we're in isn't it yeah those I, I lost to those ogres I'm so ashamed and the goblins I'm at the bottom <laughs> and, I was just going to say right, in the Spoons playoff in, that in the Spoons playoff I lost my game so I've, I'm actually still in the running for the Spoon uh, you know what I'm actually playing a very very good coach so we might be playing in the next round of the spoon if I don't beat my opponent I think I'm going to lose <laughs> I'm so unhappy I lost both of my, <laughs> I, I had two injuries no three injuries one was a death and two was my um, my minus one and my ogre were both missed next game no we're both badly hurt and this isn't how it should work well hang on wasn't the game that you lost to them in the ogres um, were they was that using morg yeah I had morg oh dear I still lost <laughs> Oh, oh, I see. Ah. Yeah, but oh, Morg isn't 
you know, a surefire way of saying you're going to win because no. it's pretty but much all the eggs in one basket. I've got an agility five blodging dark elf. I should be able to do well, but I'm going to destroy. <laughs> gone off on a tangent again. This is anyway. uh, why I or Blood Bowl League is the sort of thing we should be saving for the end when we're talking about the masters and bubba. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> we right. can talk about our fumble leagues at the end. <laughs> <laughs> if you want me to get what are we angry. talking about right now? We're talking Skills, about necromantic werewolves. Yes. yes. So they don't have strength access, but once they get doubles. They start to give one of them a mighty blow, and you've we got you've got claw mighty blow, which is fanta- yeah. obviously fantastic. Um, but the skills, I mean, most people give them block. Oh, hello, Dave. By the way, hello, I'm back. Hope we should be better now. We can still hear a bit of fuzz, but we'll we'll make do. Um, you're worth it, Dave. Basically, <laughs> if, if we just talk louder like this, we'll be fine, and we'll drown it out. <laughs> okay, so basically, <laughs> loud like, noises. <laughs> necromantic werewolves. I mean, the first candidate for skills is. That's obvious, isn't it? It's blodge. I mean, that's what people do. I I mean, yeah, I I would say I'd take block before dodge purely because of frenzy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It makes sense. Yeah, for sure. It's got to be block to start, then dodge. I mean, what would come after that? Tackle, maybe? Sidestep? It depends what it would be. Sidestep would be very handy uh, around the sidelines if you want to start surfing people. Sure hands? I guess you use ghouls for sure hands, don't you? Um, And that's, again, something I would talk about, and that is the... The, ne- the necessity of ghouls in the necromantic team. But yeah, I mean, sure hands on one of the where maybe have one werewolf as a ball carrier, one werewolf as a killer, possibly. That's what I was going to say, because what people tend to do is that you'll, you set up positionals to fill a certain role, don't you? Because, with, um, and I found this with my uh, league necro team, is that the positionals are so expensive. Even at 1,100, I found that I couldn't, if I wanted two werewolves, two flesh golems, two whites, I couldn't actually squeeze a ghoul in. Really? No, I def- well, I don't think I could anyway. And you definitely want at least both flesh golems and at least both werewolves. I'd say you could probably lose a white in favour of a ghoul, probably. Um, I disagree because you start Ooh. off with so little block. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd keep the white, definitely. I think but, the whites are pre- fairly crucial as, as blitzers, basically. Yeah, um, I'll probably drop, drop the golem to fit the others then. Well, I wanted to keep hold of the golems because of how useful they are with the stand firm. I, I know that some people might think of them as just glorified zombies, very expensive glorified zombies. But um, the fact that they're strength four and stand firm, I just found... Um, I just think that in, in terms of the usefulness of the four positionals, I think the ghouls probably come last, because the werewolves can do what they can do as well. Yeah, and that is uh, be speedy ball carriers. Admittedly, they lack dodge, but werewolves, with the amount of blocking they do and the amount of goal scoring, touchdown scoring they can do, they can get block and dodge quite easily. Yeah, they they are, are going to get they're going to rack up the star player points. Yeah, so that, that's what I mean. That's why I'm thinking that the ghouls are maybe less necessary. Well, when I've made a team before, I've um, had both ghouls just had the one werewolf, and then try and build a werewolf later on because the the werewolves usually they'll skill up so quick anyway, usually because they're going to be end up being your um, scorers, your main touchdown scorers, mm. and so you're not losing so much. It's nice getting the MVPs and that when you can on the golems and that. Mm. I thought we were talking, I was thinking more for tournaments and stuff, because I was thinking, when you, when you say you don't need a ghoul because you can use a, a werewolf to carry the ball, I was thinking you don't necessarily need a white as a blitzer because you can use a werewolf as a blitzer. But the werewolves don't start off with block. But yeah, yeah. The, the whites have blocked straight away. Block, block, lack of block and frenzy is just an accident waiting to happen. I mean, look at the Ulfwurners and their strength four. Who, by the way, are not werewolves, they are were-bears. Apparently, yeah. I learned that. They're not kind of wolfy men, they're bear men. Did you know? That makes sense. It I always thought of them. 
I mean, I always thought of them as like wolf men, but then I realised, hang on a minute, there's already werewolves. But anyway, again, tangents. <laughs> but yeah, there's your fun fact for the day. Yeah. So the more you know. You've given your you've given your werewolf blodge because you have no imagination. No, I'm joking. I've I got a bit annoyed about this recently. <laughs> you've given your werewolf blodge because it's the best possible choice for them. I got I got annoyed about this recently. I saw um there was a big there was a post on um on the Blood Bowl Reddit about um skill synergies and all the rest of it. And I read quite a lot of the oh what should I take for my players threads. And it's always the same. It's always take block and then dodge and then tackle, then sidestep, or oh, take this, take that. And I got <laughs> fed up because I like the interesting things. And now listen, I know what you're gonna say it's competitive and it makes you win games. And they're usually the most logical choice. But I just don't... It's like cookie-cutter teams. I prefer teams with a bit of flavour to them. So I made a counter-thread about lots of unusual skills, and I basically defended them all. And um, I think people should do it more. Oh, and, so, a new plan. Sorry, you carry on, Matt. I was going to say, unusual skills are great, but they're less effective. The reason everyone takes block and dodge first is because they're just super effective. They're the two best skills in the game, basically. Humbug. Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, Alex. In in the next league that you run, okay, you you will not take block or dodge as your your first and second skills for any players. Only only unusual skills. It's going to be all all shadowing, um, all fend. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right, fine. Deal. Tell you what, I've got my um, I've got a my my Bretonian team hasn't taken any additional block or dodge, and I will not take any block or dodge on any of them. How's that? I do start with four block and three wrestle, but that's besides. I was going to say, to be fair, <laughs> that's not really a massive sacrifice. It's you fine. should do it with a team that starts up with very few skills, like chaos. Well, how about my little men? I've got one Ooh, block of chaos. Yeah. Do it with chaos. Chaos get mutations though as okay. well. All right, I'm, I'm currently. Does all movement sick? Shadowing is perfectly viable. Listen, I'm yeah. currently building a Nurgle <laughs> team, right? And I shall make a Nurgle team, and none of them will have block. How about that? Hashtag Nurgle at Crumb. There, <laughs> there you go. See? I figured out at Gert. If, um, if I took Nurgle, I can give seven of my players stand for... Brilliant. <laughs> Love it. Anyway. I've done that the Welsh last, last year with Kemry and took all stand for... Did on my, and on how did that go for you? It's bloody awful. Anyway, anyway. He's just missed Mighty Blue too much on that. What were we saying about getting on tangents? I really think, to be fair, this episode's already gone through Wales. It's been half an hour and we haven't got out of the first position yet. Right. So, well, yeah. So what I was saying is, I pref- I'm, I'll do a thing about it some in, in the future about the benefits of skills that no one takes and why you should avoid blodge. Yes, but I'll get onto that later. Well, some werewolves take Dauntless sure. and Pro first. Yeah, we we can summarise. Werewolves are great. They are. They um, are really good. And a bit like some other players, there are so many skills which work so well with them. Yeah, they're, it's just they're so versatile. And um, to be fair, for 120k, you'd want them to be. That's true. I mean, I'm looking at this, and I look at the Fletch Golem, and I didn't realise how expensive they are. Yeah, they are really expensive. Why are they so Um, expensive? I'm guessing, again, it's because of the role they fill in the team. Um, They are pretty much the muscle, and if you want to have anything that's more than strength three, you're going to have to pay a premium for it, basically. Um, And the fact that I... Are there many, I mean, other than tree men, who are obviously a bit of a... Um, Maverick player, anyway. Are there any other players that start off with stand firm? It's yeah, the death roller, but that doesn't really. Again, a know. bit of a wild card choice. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, having stand firm right off the bat is, I mean, it's the sort of thing where it's nice to have, but would you take it as a skill, as an upgrade? The, the, thing, the thing is, yeah, you quite like Meg, you wouldn't take it as an upgrade skill normally, but to have it on your starting roster on a strength four player. It's nice to have. Yeah, and it is yeah. for two, it's for two, it's for players who 
are, are there to be roadblocks anyway. Yeah, um, with regeneration and fixed goal, they're going to be staying in the fight quite a while, and armor 9. We talked yeah. about it last week as well. Stand firm is a skill that works best when you have a bit of it, like more than one of it. So having two stand firm, in my opinion, is much better than having one stand firm. It is yeah, I say like one, one on each of the um, side zones and just sort of funnel it down the middle almost. Obviously not with Necromantic, because like we've talked about, you want them on the sidelines. But... Yeah. yeah. But you have a sideline cage with two stand firm golems on each corner, and that's brilliant. One stand firm is all right. Two is absolutely brilliant. It's fantastic. Yeah, you can, really good. You can set them. You can make a little wall with them, and you know it's going to be a pig to get past them. Which is unlike other ones where you can get blitzed out of the way, unless someone's got Juggernaut, which is, let's face it, pretty rare. You, um, mm. You're going to be you're going to be using that to its full potential. Yeah, and then first skill block on them basically, and you're going to yeah. be hard pushed to knock them down. Because I know a lot of people would want to maybe throw a cheeky one dice on them and hope that they're both down, but give them block as the first skill, and that's immediately sort of um, gone from fifty percent chance to what's that? Um, 33%? Yeah, I mean, their, their their skill progression almost writes itself. It's going to be block, followed by guard, and only with the third skill do you think, mm, okay. You can actually yeah. start going a little bit, mighty sort blow. of. I mean, Mighty Blow would be the obvious choice for third, actually. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, but they, they skill so slowly that, I mean, okay. it's block and guard, essentially, that you've got to start thinking of. And then, at that point, they're going to be doing less blocking and more road blocking. So, um... Diving tackle? That's agility, isn't it? Not that's a that's a double. That's a double, yeah. What, what would you give and, for doubles then? Uh, dodge, blodging, stand firm, job done. Yeah. More blodging. Yeah, but I mean, you've got a blodging, stand firm, guard guy. What's not to like? Ooh, ooh what about sidestep? Sidestep would be incredible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hang on, hang on. What's hang on? Sidestep and stand firm. How would that even work? You choose, you can choose, you choose, choose off. Yeah. But I mean, it seems like a skill. I mean, it's like taking block and wrestle. It's like, okay, you get the choice of whether to stay on your feet or to get, go down, but it's, it seems like a little bit of a wasted skill. No, I think it's brilliant. It means, it means nobody is going to be able to move them anywhere unless you want them to. Even if they've got Juggernaut, you can go, well, fine, I'm not going to stand firm. I'm just going to go to a weird place in the, around the corner. But it means uh -huh. that nobody can... can you, they're going to be a nightmare. They're going to be a, a real frustrating piece to move out of the way. Combine, I mean, for example, imagine if you had that on like a Nurgle warrior who's also got foul appearance. So not only are they strength four, not only are they going to be one and six not hitting you, but when they finally do hit you, chances are they're going to either stay where they are, and if they don't stay where they are, then your opponent can't choose where they go. Be a, it's a bloody nightmare, which is why it's so great. Yeah, but the amount of times you're going to see that actually happen, a flesh golem is sidestep is... I don't know, it'd be funny yeah. as hell, I will admit. But yeah, you know, much. everyone's going to take dodge. And then everyone's gonna have blodge, and then everyone's gonna be a blodging garder, and then 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 the then, 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 then. But it is the most competitive thing to do. I know, but I mean, there's a lot of teams where you can sort of think, okay, we could do a lot of fun stuff with this. But necromantic, there's so many gaps that need plugging that it's almost like it writes itself. It's yeah. almost like you can't afford to go with the more fun choices in a way. And to be honest, a first golem is one of those traditional hard to level up pieces. Yeah, league. exactly. You don't so... want to start going completely left field with it. Because <laughs> you don't want to skill roll on sidestep, basically. <laughs> <laughs> the sidestep diving tackle flesh golem. <laughs> well, I think oh, it's no. good fun. It is good fun, but I mean, no one's ever going to use it. No one's ever going to take it. Well, they Unless, of course, we do more fumble test games, which is still not done. We are, what, we're talking... Ten episodes or so. I don't even know what number of episodes this is. Done a fumble test game. Oh, okay. We're on episode fourteen. Yeah. What? 
I know. Oh yeah, I missed a load, didn't yeah. I? Yeah. I'll tell you what, um, a it's good way... It's only 10th for Mike. I'm talking... It's actually probably my 10th, that's probably what it is. Yeah, your, your temporary exile taken into account. <laughs> Quick, um, talking about... It was happier times. <laughs> Um, they were the best of times. Uh, they were the best of times. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> talking, to, talking about talking about test games, just very quickly, I'll talk about it again. But the um, the masters games, which we'll talk about later, are a really good opportunity for testing out skills because you get two normal players, which you can give up to five skills for. So you can what? really build those crazy combinations. I'll talk to you more about it later. Oh, but I wonder about shadowing. Yeah, if you want to give your what was it shadowing, fen, sidestep, diving, tackle on all of yours. No, actually, it was um, what did I do? Uh, it was um, it was high off blitzes, and it was dodge tackle, mighty blow shadowing, which is a flipping awesome combination. But I'll tell you more about it later. Um, you're allowed to min max that because that's the whole point of the game, and you only get two players to choose apart from star players. Oh, okay. So you so you can min max when you like then. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so flesh golems. Um, they are they're slow as poo, but the fact is they stand there and they're good at. They don't need space. to be quick, do they? They just Not stand and, there and get hit. Yeah, in, in the context of the team, they just work really well. Yes. They're just pretty much super zombies in a way. Yeah, Pretty much, yeah, absolutely. As, as Merrick says, the skills is right themselves. So you think, okay, it's, it's very obvious what to take, unless you get a double straight away. If, would you take dodge if you got a double straight away? Um, I would actually say yes. Yeah? If I, was, if, I had the, um, if I had the double right off the bat as the first skill, I would take dodge because it increases his survivability. And he's also agility too. 75% chance of dodging, then. That's true. And I suppose what you could potentially do, then, as the third or fourth skill is break tackle. Um, yeah, for sure. Um, you could potentially make a more agile flesh golem. But, I mean, the, the original thought there would be to take dodge in order to give the defender stumbles result complete, completely negated, basically. Yeah, yeah. Well, apart from the got tackle, which yeah. they're going to be but, stood up against most of the time. I mean, if, if, if you've got a guy with tackle taking on your flesh column, that means they're not taking on your ghouls and werewolves. That's true. It means your squishy ghouls can uh, can survive, because of course ghouls being the only pieces on the whole pitch, a bit like the undead team, without regeneration, yeah. they go down and they go down hard. I mean, that, that is another reason why I might not take ghouls in, well, I'd say, in a league. I, I will start prefacing this with league, necromantic yeah. teams. Uh, tournament, completely different kettle of fish. But taking the ghouls... Shall we move on to the ghouls now? I think Flesh yeah, Golems we've sort of gone on to. Because yeah. I've got a lot of strong feelings about ghouls on necromantic teams, basically. Um, Let me guess. The first skill is block. Yeah, but no, because <laughs> I wouldn't take them. I've already said I wouldn't take them in a league. In a tournament, I would take Sure Hands on them first. Yeah, I, I, yeah I'd go with that, Mike. Sure Hands is gold on them. Um, take Sure Hands on them. Have them like in the cage going up just to pick up the ball at first. Even just have the one in a tournament because everything else is so expensive, run them up into the cage of the flesh golems, if needs be, hand off to a werewolf to run it in at the end. Yeah, yes. yeah, it's a good type Having two ghouls and two werewolves means you've got a lot of speed on that team. Yeah. You've got the same sort of speed as um, as like a, as, as a dark elf team. Well, I mean, you know, with, with more. potentially... We're talking potentially movement 10 with the necromantic werewolves if you go for it twice. So, I mean, there's even potential for one-turn touchdowns there if you give them sidestep. But we're talking, like, a little bit out of the way there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You still want to start trying one-turn touchdowns with Necromantic. It would be incredible to see, but that it can be done. I've seen I'd love to see it, yeah. With ghouls, I know another quite uh, common skill is wrestle, isn't it? Yes, to make them uh, blitzers and just sort of... I mean, I would say definitely on the Undead roster, take, like, a wrestle ghoul 
and then a block goal, sort of one to take out the corner of a case, then one to go in and take the ball carrier out. Yeah. I mean, the the, the thing is, Necromancic are slightly restricted by the number of goals they can have, mind. And, of course, restricted by, the, I'm saying it again, the price as well. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, let's face facts here. If you want the two flesh golems and the two werewolves, that's going to set you back. What's that? Two twenty, one forty. Um, oh god, like four sixty. That's that's almost half your starting roster in the league. All the money. Yeah, essentially. You can and have the whites, a... the zombies, and the wee wolves. Oh my god, what's the wee wolves? The wee wolves. The wolves. Wee wolves. That's uh, the episode title right there. Yeah, we was. They're one of those teams, a bit like Nurgle, a bit like Chaos Pact, that usually cannot afford everybody straight away. You can't have everyone straight off the bat. Um, and what I would be inclined to say is pack in the more expensive ones at the start so that you can skill them up quickly. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, although, obviously, I think Dave mentioned he'd only take one werewolf just because of the expense. I'd yeah. start to, because it just takes someone to save up otherwise. I know, that's the thing. I mean, and... The f- I can see why you might want to start saving up to take werewolves because you don't have to buy an apothecary, yeah. and you don't need to buy zombies either because they've got raised dead. Yeah, so you can well, get yeah. recruit- you can get your recruitment from the enemy team. Um, so I mean, you don't really. I'm necromantic. One of these teams, I'd say, where you don't need to spend much money except on maybe getting more positionals in. Apart from for those four players, <laughs> which is like yeah. half your team. Yes. And I mean, say, the, say um, you get about 40k a game in on average. Just three games gets you a werewolf. Yeah. So yeah. Mm. Three games is a lot of games, though. If you're doing one game a week, that's a month to get a werewolf, almost. Well, that's or, true. Or play more games. Yeah, that's true. On yeah, Fumble, or, that's or, like, or you, or you can play three games a single night, and then it's just one day. That's true. That's a tournament. You're talking about doing a whole tournament. I was going to say, <laughs> play three games in a night... <laughs> yeah, that takes most of a day. I would have thought. I've done that on Fumble, uh, but that's sorry. angry. Still, I just play three three games at the same time. You know when you have a game of Blood Bowl and it goes horribly wrong and you get really frustrated and angry. Every game, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like if I had three games in a row where that happened, I'd probably just give up the game. That tends to happen when I go on Fumble. That happens to me all the time. So I think if I did three games tonight, I'd probably die. Well, I, I was playing. I've played three games of Fumble today, all using half. No, not not today. All using halflings, but using halflings and vampires. Um, vampires and I've <laughs> lost all three. That's what you said. So, you were like, "Oh, playing halflings and vampires is, is yeah, it's affecting my coach so rating." Just, yeah, it's it's absolutely murdering me. <laughs> oh, I was uh, like, at one point on Fumble, I was. Um, this is another tangent, but at one point on Fumble, I was actually rated like one hundred and seventy fourth. Coach on the entire website. What uh, I'm down to uh, below a thousand now. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I know it's it doesn't matter because uh, I, it is just a number. And I, I know it's flat, but... it. If I was a ranking tool, I wouldn't be complaining halflings and vampires, would I? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> too good. Speaking of rankings, my rank, the rankings finally got done for the uh, for the ACT, and I found out my ogres. I won two games, lost two games. Their rating went up by 0.07. Nice. So they're technically above starting, so I can leave them as they are. (laughs) I've taken the halflings of two tournaments, and they're 151, I think. I can call that a solid victory. Fantastic. I was looking at the NAF ranking thing. I never realised before, you get the break... When you look at uh, tournament games, you get the breakdown of... um, 
Yeah, each game. How it went? Yeah, how how it went up and down each game. I'm, I'm going to so, go ahead and guess that you've looked at like one of your Welsh Open day ones, seen it <laughs> just drop steadily in day two. And... Well, I was, yeah, I was looking at the World Cup one with me, uh, me packed. Yeah, I tried <laughs> not to look at World Cup. Up, going up and up and up, and then crash down. Then you just close the page. <laughs> yeah. Most escape from just going down and down and down. There was no. Uh... The thing is, with um, with the, with the rankings anyway, it, it varies so much, doesn't it? I mean, you can have a bad day and it can go into plummets, and it's not necessarily how good you are. According to the NAF, I am the eighth best pro elf player in the UK. Though I don't think that's true. It's only because I've had seven or eight good games in a row. When you compare, I it, I, that, that yeah. does seem unlikely. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. The rankings are all over the shop, and it's not about having rankings; it's about having fun. Um, and I, I don't want to play them again though because I don't want my ranking to go down. I like being that high up. Mm. That's that's the trouble, isn't it? I need to lose some games. Go over it. Mind you, I haven't won a game of my pro in ages. I keep losing to bloody Hugo's Orcs. Yeah, you need to, you need to be shit really around. Yeah. <laughs> bloody. You should need to get on our level. All right then. All right. Um, uh, <laughs> so anyway, necromantic. So necromantic, yes. So yeah. Um, well, the thing is, sorry, great as well. Yeah. Ghouls, whites, and zombies. We sort of talked about them already with the undead we, team. We have talked about the whites. Yeah, I mean to be fair. They fill about the same sort of role as the team's blitzers because they're the only ones with blocks. I mean, there's not too much more to say about them. I given, would argue give them guard, maybe, because... Was, yeah, give them guard be... because um, of the fact strength access only goes on the golems, and it yeah. gives you a more mobile guard. I was going to say, because I would prefer... I, I look at the necromantic thing, and the thing that screams blitzer to me is the werewolves. So having that movement six guard is going to be vital for sticking them in the right place, and then so you can blitz with your werewolves. I was only saying Blitzer at first because it's the only one that starts with block. But, I mean, obviously, in long term, the world's going to be the Blitzers. (laughs) Blitzers and block don't always go together. Try playing Slam. (laughs) You go, oh, Blitzer. What, I don't have block? (laughs) Yeah, but Slam are weird. They are. I'm getting frustrated with my Slam. I hate them. Any skills to recommend going on a Slam Blitzer? All of them. (laughs) All of the skills. How about stand firm while we're on the subject of it? (laughs) What, on a white? (laughs) No, on the... On the Blitzer, dude. Blitzer, really good idea, actually. It works well with diving tackle. Jump in a cage, leave him there, stand firm, job done. You see, he's fat. Every time we bring up a skill, he comes up and he justifies it. It's because all skills are good in their own way. Thick Skull even was good today. But Slam Blitzers are so bad. Yeah, but... (laughs) Anyway. Yes, um... Anyway, have we, have we actually done a slam episode yet? Sorry, guys. No, no, we haven't. though. Oh god, that's going to be good. I know. I, to be to be honest, Mike, it's going to be a three-hour special. <laughs> uh, well, to be honest, I'm thinking we'll just let Alex uh, go and just you know just, just let hang up the Skype hours. call and see if he notices. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. He <laughs> might after three hours. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, yeah. <laughs> you have met Alex, haven't you? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am here. <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, no, the whites. Um, about the same, really, except you might want to give them guard because of the lack of strength access in the team. Yes. Yeah. They're also prime candidates for tackle. Uh, yeah, so block tackle tackles. mighty blow would be a good way to go. But you call it a... No, I was about to say, because block and tackle. Is blackle? Blackle. That sounds weird, though. Blackle? It, sounds, it doesn't sound right. Blackle. Blackle? Tlock? No. Yeah, no, it's definitely, it's definitely blackle. I've never heard anyone say blackle before. But I, oh, I stop saying it. Let's, let's make it a thing, yeah. Okay, so whites are prime Blackall candidates. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a place in London. I live on Blackall Street. Like like Whitehall, Blackall, you know? What is like? I think that's probably because it's like Bracknell. Uh, uh, yeah, anyway. Give them, bla- give them tackle. Um, 
but yeah, it's similar to the undead ones. They're blitzes, but I guess you want to have guard on them because to support the werewolves. They're not going to be the guys doing all the hitting necessarily, um, because yeah, you, know, you have better pieces for it. I mean, again, it would be I'd be inclined to say do it as like a sort of fifty-fifty split, it's much like the necromantic werewolves. So I keep saying necromantic werewolves because that's actually what they're listed as the roster here. Sorry, yeah, we well, yeah. know the necromantic. Just say werewolves. Um, Which werewolves? <laughs> all of them. <laughs> um, have while the werewolves maybe have one ball carrying werewolf and one blitzing werewolf. With the whites, maybe have one. Um, block tackle, mighty blow, white, and maybe have one block guard, white. So you've got like a another 50-50 split. So one can back up the blitzing werewolf and the other one can sort of uh, uh, back up the flesh columns in a way. Yeah. I, I look at, it's weird, isn't it? It's necromantic because you only get two of each positional. It's almost like a split in the half. Like half of it, half the team become killers and half of them become utility players. Yeah, I mean, this this is essentially what it is about the min-maxing as well with all the positionals just having their own little roles. Um, it's pretty easy to say, okay, well, I want these guys to be the best ones, and all the rest can, you know, just bugger off, basically. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, and, of course, zombies. Zombies are zombies. Zombies are zombies. <laughs> zombies, are zombies. I think, how many times are we going to discuss zombies on this on this podcast? Well, we've done Undead. We've done these. Who else talks about zombies? Um, actually, that's a fine question. It feels like we've talked about them more. I don't know why. It's because they're everywhere. I think this will be our last chance to talk about zombies. Sadly. Oh, no. In that case, uh, take zombies. You have no choice. Yeah, we're talking about, oh, we, can, we don't have to discuss skeletons because we've already discussed them. Also, because you can't take them. We get to talk about them <laughs> in the Camry episode, though, so don't worry. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, so, the, the skeletons and the Camry team. Yeah. Well, a bit, anyway. more, a bit different. So, um, zombies, uh, dirty player. All the day, if, the if they even get skills because of all the positionals hogging all the work. I mean, yeah, they might they might get a um, an MVP here and there or a casualty here and there. So yeah, just give them. I mean, I'd be inclined to take kick as well. You want one with kick at least if you've got millions of skills to spare. In a I mean, tournament. I would say kick as the foot. Well, I wouldn't. Maybe not as the first skill on the zombie. Well, to be to be honest, it's. It's a rare event that you're able to skill up a zombie anyway. I would actually, no, I would say um, if as soon as you level up a zombie, give him kick. Because unlike Undead, Necromantic are expensive to the point where you're not actually going to match up a bench. Yeah. So you might not want to start fouling just to hit left, right and centre. I guess that's a bit true, actually, yeah. Especially and, the tournament and, scene. And the thing is, as well, with the uh, with the two werewolves, kick actually gives you a chance to yeah, you, you get the control and steal the ball. Or, li- or at least put pressure on the ball straight away. So, yeah, I mean, pop, for example, pop the two flesh golems, like, on one side of the line of scrimmage, pop yeah. the kick over there, force, like, them to go over to the stand firm and towards the werewolves. Yeah, exactly. That's the way to do it. And if you do a short kick, um, you've got the opportunity to zip your werewolves in and pitch the ball and piss off. Yeah. Or against slow teams, do a deep kick and outpace them with the werewolves. Yeah, if it's dwarves, you can probably get them before they can. Essentially. Which is, um, yeah, it's always worth having at least one kick on almost every team. It's such a good skill. You miss well, it there, you are, there are some teams that it probably wouldn't work on as much, but Skaven. I, I would... Um, yeah, Skaven don't need it as much. I mean, it's still nice to have. But because of the fact Skaven. that you can't think of many skills to put on zombies and because of the tactical use of it, kick, I would say, on Necromantic, <laughs> really useful. Sorry. Yeah. Can't yeah. think of any skills to put on someone, you say? Well, how about all of them? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of zombies. It's like you think, oh well, what's going to be useful? I mean, block obviously. 
Um, dirty player, again, probably not as useful as it would be on an uh, undead team. And um, we've already, well, we've just discussed why kicks are a really good idea for Necromantic. Wrestle so. is always nice. It's good to have at least a, a bit of wrestle somewhere. Um, um, yeah, I, I guess. I've but, seen Frenzy. I mean, Fen- sorry? People tend to suggest Fend. Fend, yeah. I mean, a, f- a Frenzy zombie, no, but Fend, maybe. I thought you said, f- f- yeah, I was like, did you just say a Frenzy zombie? I'm sure I've seen Frenzy on a zombie before. A That's madness. Zombie. That That's sounds a like madness. a terrible idea. Yeah. Kick a Dauntless. I mean, you could. You don't have a big guy to take on other big guys. You got. Well, your I mean, that's why I was thinking Dauntless on a werewolf would be fun. Yes. Just claw big guys down. Yeah. Um, as a Bloodbusters question related to Dauntless later on. Oh, oh dear. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, I hope you've done your... Uh, done that your really narrows it down. Um, yeah, what more is there to say? They're your fodder. They get general access. They're good at being hit. The end. Yeah. Yeah, we've already discussed them before. Yeah. The only difference this time is take kick. Although, literally, I'm the only one actually saying that. I don't know what everyone else thinks about that. <laughs> I think I, I think I think you're right, Mike. That for necromantic, it's you probably wouldn't take kick for an undead zombie, but for necromantic zombie, you'd certainly consider it. Um, we well, that's that's all. That's all the positionals, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Yes. I feel I feel like we sped through the well. Actually, I say sped through the last couple because we've already covered them basically. That's yeah, the yeah. That's the, yeah. We we have nothing further to add. Go back yeah. and listen to the undead episode. Um, <laughs> right. Also noted, um, reroll seventy k does not oh. add to the priciness of the necromantic team at all. It's yeah. not ideal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Considering you start off with uh, no well, with only two block and no short hands. It oh dear. And because you have no passing access, you can't get those cheeky leader rerolls. No. Um, yeah, Necromantic, uh, the rookie Necromantic team, whilst having a lot of potential, a uh, bit of a um, hit and miss at times. Yes, yes, they, they are. However, yeah, once, once you get a few skills on the board, Necromantic... Well, actually, we, we, we had this essentially happen, didn't we, Matt? Because I lost my first two games in the league with the Necromantic team because yeah, I was struggling yeah. to skill them up. Played you, and one, I've, I had the, the guard in there, I had the blocks in there, I had all sorts. And really, there wasn't a huge amount you could do in a way to stop that some of the yeah, positions... A- a- absolutely destroyed Dark Elves, yeah. So you're saying once you get a couple of skills, there are a team that actually benefit from having three or four skills spread out. This is why they're such a, I would say, such a good tournament team because yeah. you can get these skill sets where you can pretty much stack them all up on the positionals and they become awesome. Uh, as a rookie team, they're not, I would say they're similar to Chaos in that they would struggle at rookie team in yeah. get some skills. Yeah. But the fact is, the difference is, is that they do start with some skills that are really quite handy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So take him to a tournament, give him a go, see if you like him. Yeah, for sure. In fact, I'm probably going to take him. I might take him to Arbol. Actually, no, not Arbol because it's the skill sets. But I want to take would them. Would you say the? Uh, would yeah. you say that it would be an horrible idea? <laughs> oh, uh, ladies, oh, and I'm hanging up. I will see you guys <laughs> next week. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. Um, speaking of skills, you and your bloody puns. My yes, <laughs> they're fantastic puns. We don't know what you're talking about. Um, you, anyway, your bloody fantastic puns. My bloody fantastic puns. You, I would die for these puns. Um, <laughs> that isn't really a pun. That can be arranged. You can make the pun dead. <laughs> hey, that's what I was thinking. I couldn't get it in there. That's fantastic. Um, <laughs> that's claw, folks. 
no claw claw we're talking about claw that's claw folks should be the episode title maybe it will be there we go we're sorted or it might be wolves where um all that just to be fair there's, there's a lot of potential i like what we wolves. the wee wolves are pretty good we yeah wolves. um that was necromantic got to, it's got nothing to do with necromantic <laughs> that was just me being retarded it sounds a bit well, like werewolf though i was gonna say you could have wee wolves and werewolves necromantic <sighs> wee wolves I really hope that's Let's talk about skills. Skills, skills. Claw, claw, claw. Claw is one of the most controversial skills in the game because people get very angry when people can get claw and then they go mighty blow and then they go piling on. And suddenly you've got a piece that can take someone off the pitch 40% of the time regardless of what you roll. It's isn't hilarious. also because it's... Didn't it... I mean, I've not been on the scene long enough. Isn't it also a bit controversial because of how they changed it? Didn't it only used to be... Pl- I don't, has anyone been playing long enough to know what the old claw rules are like, Matt? Uh, no, thanks, Mike. Um, <laughs> You've been playing fifteen years. You said this. That's that's <laughs> it's true. been a couple of editions since then. I'm not calling I, you old. I'm just saying that you've been around. To be fair, I don't think I would, I ever played a lot of teams with claw back then. Because yeah. um, I know wasn't there a, a skill called very sharp claws, which is like claws but upgraded. Yes, that's right. Yeah. It was two tiered. It was two tiered, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's a it long two tiers of claws, like a wedding cake. You could, yeah, you could, you could double up claws. You could get claws, and then you could choose to take claws again to get very sharp claws. I think. Okay. It was, it was a weird skill because it was a skill you. Could... I just remember seeing it somewhere, and that was like part of the thing that on like these claw pom discussion threads about how you deal with it, and they were saying why would they have changed it in the first place, basically, in a way. I'm sure there were reasons because I don't know what it would like, but I think uh, I'm I'm struggling to remember. But it might have been something like it was effectively it was mighty blow. So if you had if you had very sharp claws, it was plus two to the armor roll. Yes, yeah. Yeah. I've got it here. The living rule book three. Claw. Yeah. I play with claw mate add plus two to the dice roll to modify an armor roll caused by a block. So actually, yeah. it was much better because it meant a wood elf essentially had armor five. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it, so it was worse. Yeah, it's effectively. It's not. It's definitely not as good as it used to be. Um, mm. But um, it's, it's, yeah. But plus, to be to be fair though, plus two to armor was just so bent. It was ridiculous. Yeah. But the problem is now, because uh, Blood Bowl was designed for smaller leagues. Uh, the longer the league, the, the longer a league becomes, the more bashy it sort of becomes, and the more basically claw bomb becomes the the pinnacle, the what everybody aims for. Because once someone starts getting claw claw bomb, then they start winning the league. If you can have three or four of them, then you can just kill other teams. Well, I wouldn't even say that. I mean, it's less about... Because quite often, a high-TV, let's say, Skaven or Elf team only needs two or three players to score against yes. a slow claw-pumming team. Oh, yeah, it's, definitely. Yeah. It's the fact that the... I would, there are some claw pomp teams, um, really quite famous claw pomp teams out there, that don't have great records. Um, but it's just more... The fact of it is that, oh, I've got these players that are essentially just going to murder me every turn and there's almost there's almost nothing i can do about it well yeah it's, it, the thing is those teams come into their own against other bashy teams yeah you know if, you, if you've got you know a couple of claw upon players and you come up against like orcs or dwarfs you're gonna I mean, be like looking chaos, my, my chaos dwarf my first chaos dwarf team yeah got retired basically by um a, a packed team uh that was pretty much just like oh okay I didn't see that coming at all because it was the first time I actually experienced claw pom, and I was like, "Yeah, 
Oh, I remember mm. my first. It was painful. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, uh, one of my, my first Lizardman team on Fumble was doing all right, and then it played against a um, it played against the Necromantic team, a min-maxed one, and he had a claw pommer, and it was just, just one, and it wrecked me because um, it was Necromantic. Well, uh, sorry, Lizardman with with few skills. Asaurus is just going to get killed. It doesn't matter what you do; your biggest, strongest players can get taken out of the pitch as if they would have. Literally, uh, claw pom uh, claw pom is more of a a problem on Fumble and. Cyanide and that because yes, it, is. It, is, it is much more of a problem on Fumble. You're playing so many games with a normal league, you might. It's, might it's not really a concern. Get one if you're really lucky because it's still three skills for most players, isn't it? Yes. Or two skills. But. Matt has one. No, you don't. he hasn't got piling on, has he? You're um, bashful. No, he's just got claw might blow. That's all. And guard. So, yeah, he's only one skill off of being a claw bomber. He's got guard, but you decided to give him that instead of my piling on because you're a nice person. Uh, no, I think I gave him guard first. you give him guard first? Isn't that what you do with... Uh... It's a double skill, yeah. So, mm. But, um, yeah, it's quite right. The longer Eternal Leagues is when Clawbomb appears, really. If you look yeah. at Blood Bowl 2, the open leagues are where it is absolutely everywhere. Most teams seem to be Chaos teams, and most Chaos teams tend to be Clawbombs. And um, yeah. it, people get quite angry about it. But it's the same you know, with the Fumble Black Box. There's a whole lot of bashy uh, teams, uh, Chaos, um, Nurgle... Um, Packed. Uh, Chaos Dwarfs as well can take, obviously, mutations, so there's a bit few of them. Skaven? Uh, Skaven, uh, Underworld, actually, Underworld are... Um, Underworld, yeah. Definitely. Underworld is another one that can be surprisingly bashy because of the fact that the two Skaven Blitz and the Troll can just... And even at a pinch, the Lineman. Mm. Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. But, on on the other hand, um, going back to what we actually talk about, which is just Claw and not Claw Palm, if you were to see... Um, Claw on its own, like in a league and tournament. I would say it's not. It's often not something that much to worry about. I think, I, 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 I think in particular because of the randomness of who you're playing. The thing is, in a in a tournament scene, mighty blow is probably a more useful general purpose skill because yeah. it's always going to be useful. If you get if you've got a player with claw and you're up against a wood elf team, or you know a pro elf team where everyone's armed seven. That's not actually going to be that useful. You'd probably rather have the mighty blow. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's yeah. like taking claws like a mutation skill at a tournament as like one of your normals is kind of like taking tackle and then play, just playing chaos dwarfs for the entire weekend. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Skill. But then yeah, it's it's too much of a, a risk, basically. But there will be games where it's it's unbelievable. So, for example, I saw I played against um. I used to go, Harry Pete, he had a claw on his Minotaur. Against my human team, it didn't really do much. But if you were to, mm. for example, fight against another, like a, like a team with the big guys, like, for example, Undead, if you go to fight two mummies or something, having a claw mighty below piece would be brilliant because they're going to be perfect for getting rid of those big guys. Yeah, it's the same with the um, the Norse uh, Snow Troll. That's yeah. quite a scary piece if you um, uh, have anything. Because, um, well, obviously, the, the mixture of strength five and uh, claw is the big thing. So on big guys, it's really nice to have. Because they just become so much scarier, basically. Um, Minotaurs with Claw and the Snow Trolls just become big old can openers. For well, usually, yeah. Anything. I mean, unless I'm using them at a tournament. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we've we've all decided that at least three courses of this podcast, if it's us using it at a tournament, it's not going to work. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Unless you're Mister Power Game, the Elf Trumpkin over here. Whoa. Um, uh, shut up. So, um, <laughs> hey, I'm not as bad as Luke, am I? You're getting there. Huh? I have never 
No, never mind. I was about to say, I've never taken guard at a tournament, and then I realised, yes, I have. Yeah, you have. <laughs> I've taken it at most of the tournaments I've been to, actually. Yeah. But, um, and you take, and you take power gamer. Not. It's only because when I don't play elves, I can't win. I'm very bad at Blood Bowl. I'm trying it. I'm trying other teams, and I get my ass handed to me. I can play elves, I can just about play ogres, and then that's it. That is the end you of my Blood Bowl You should follow skin. my lead and start playing vampires and halflings. Maybe I should. I've got a halfling team, actually. Well, you have them. a ready-made excuse, then. Yeah. It's essentially what I'm doing. I'm just saying, yeah, I've hit a bad run of form. I'm going to start using shitty teams and use it as an excuse. <laughs> that's what I'm doing with Slam. Haven't you been listening to me? Um, nah, anyway, so really. it's, it's, it's nice to have, I mean, if you've got something like Chaos, it's nice to have a claw piece somewhere, just in case you play against someone who's brought Morgue or something, because um, claw against somebody like Morgue or someone with a lot of armour is a really nice thing to have. Yeah, take, take it on like one guy and have him take on the big guy, basically. Yes. E- even so. if it's just to keep him stunned and out of the picture for a little while. I mean, even a beast man with claw, against with, with two assists... If he's oh, I mean, he's got horns as well, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah, one assist and you're one dying a big guy, which might be fantastic, especially if it's like a Croxagore or something. In fact, it works very well against lizard men teams in general, and orc teams. Obviously, well, it's well, good against... Why were we saying team. this when we were covering the squigs? Because don't all the squigs have um, claw? No, they, they do. Like the teeth thing. They do. Well, um, I don't know if they... Not the ones that we... The ones the crazy ones do, but the ones we're actually well, using. Yeah, not, not the ones we looked at. The crazy ones did. Yeah, because yeah. we were talking about have... how scary it would be if we just put them unedited up against, say, one of our... For example, Matt's Hailstorm team. Yes. They were... They're all claw mighty blow, and I don't... I think... I don't know if they had piling on, but yeah... They are disgusting. Then they do, but yeah. The current ones, um, Hugo's ones that he does now have Mighty Blow and... Sorry, they're piling on and he's given most of the Mighty Blow and they're quite good fun, actually. They're yeah. They're not very competitive, but they're funny. Um, we got some sound again. Dave, you're making sounds. You're making a Am fuzzy I? sound. It's the sound of the country. Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> no, it's actually probably my microphone. <laughs> Tell it to be quiet. Um, yeah, I don't know what's up with it. So, um, so claw, it's, it's it's potentially scary, but generally speaking, it's not as scary as you think. Yeah, it's 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 yeah. scarier once it's attached to other skills, basically. Uh, um, if yeah. if it's not attached to other skills, it just becomes um, very situational. I mean, yeah. it's very situational even when attached to other skills, but those other skills more than make up for it. Um, I, I would say it claw not as big of a deal uh, I mean it's a, it's a it's a controversial subject to step towards because I mean I don't know if you guys have seen or uh, like on the fumble forums the, <laughs> the, length, of the, thread, the length of the thread talking about claw pump it's I've just got it here it's a stickied pole thread that's 57 pages yes it, yeah it's, it's big people For 847 like replies about the claw pump discussion and complaints thread basically <laughs> I mean, 123,000 views <laughs> there are it's a huge discussion about claw pom, um, but claw on its own, mm, it's, 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 it's all right, I guess. And there are ways to deal with claw pom. Um, I mean, it, yeah. generally speaking, if you're elves, you're mostly away. a boot to the face. Yes, and um, and just or just accept that you're going to lose some dudes and try and win the game. Yeah, just just mark them up with uh, linemen basically, and or, just say, okay, yeah. you can use your claw against my armor eight, but make sure it's this 50k lineman. Yeah, or play stunties or armor seven and go, nah, your claw is useless. Play Norse. <laughs> Bring, make the anti-Norse brigade, which is um, sorry, the anti-claw brigade, which is all Norse, and everyone has dirty player. Job done. Claw I do have now. the I do have the anti-claw pom society, no, the anti-claw pom establishment even, which is a chaos team. But I've decided this is all going to be agility skills on them. 
Yeah, well, they oh, that is that is beautiful. I love it. Give them all kind space. of like it's kind of like the quick chemistry we were talking about, except it's actually kind of useful because they're all agility free. Yeah, I've had an agility four chaos warrior once with um with very long legs and leap. That was fantastic. Try and get that. Yeah, that's what I'm sort of looking forward to having. Do Just it. leap, <laughs> leap um, chaos warriors. Yeah, it's good when it works. Um, I, I told you didn't I? I've got a strength six chaos warrior as well with break tackle, and he's it's great because he can dodge into cages better than elves can. I love it. <laughs> um, so yeah Claw I mean it's nice to have it on the werewolves because it means if you're playing somebody with somebody, like Flesh Golems for example Flesh Golems would suffer against Claw massively because it's essentially plus two to the armour roll which is bad but you'll find in most of the cases it's probably not as bad as you think I mean what you also find with Claw is that it's a surefire way that you're just going to roll a seven on your armour roll oh yeah of course absolutely <laughs> Mind you, to be fair, the difference between armor seven and armor eight is much bigger than you think. So when oh, I yeah, say definitely. against most teams, it will have an effect. But as um, as we've been saying, you're probably better off taking mighty blow because yeah. claw will only affect the armor; it won't affect the the injury. Whereas mighty blow, has yeah, I mean, effect, um, if you roll a nine on the armor, that makes no difference anyway, really, does it? For example, mm. yeah, quite right. But um, so uh, yeah, you can't take claw on a necromantic team. You get it already. You can only take it on mutation teams. But, um, yep. yeah, have somebody with it, because it's great, and um, be prepared for people to bitch at you and moan at you, because that's mm-hmm. what people do with Claw. <laughs> Basically, it's I've done it, we've all done it. Claw piling on the mighty blow, anyway. Yes. If I right. just see, like I said, if, we just, if you just see one guy with Claw, then it can be dealt with quite easily, really. Yes. Yeah. On mass, maybe you start going a problem, getting then, a problem. That's why you play elves, and you go, I don't care about Claw, and I've got an extra 120 TV to play with now. Hmm. Um, we're going to talk about Dirty Player as well. Yes, Dirty Player is nice to have. Because you give it to it's zombies. Right. Give yes. it to all the zombies. Yes, give it to all the zombies and the... Well, actually, I was, going to, I was about to say frauls. No, don't do that because you need your frauls on the pitch. Yes. No, so, well, basically, so zombies and cheap linemen. Yeah, that's why I was thinking frauls. Anything that's like 40 and strength free, but then I've, I've now has a general access even. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, well, th- things like things like hobgoblins, hobgoblins, I mean, goblins, nice obviously, no- normal goblins as well. Well, they, they can't take general access though, so it'd be a double. Oh, it's a double for normal goblins, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, that's why I was saying that they need general access, which is why I immediately thought frauls, and then thought, no, no, bad idea. <laughs> yeah, but um, it's essentially it's mighty blow, but you don't even have to knock them down because they're already down. Isn't it brilliant? Yeah, I mean, it, it's essentially in a way the skill for zombies. It's just like, you guys are useless, you're cheap, you're rubbish, you're slow, but we've got this for you. Just so <laughs> you feel better. Yes, it's quite right. And um, it makes me scared to do... Like, I've got Stand Firm on some of my Lizardmen, and I don't like using it because I get there's the potential where I get fouled with Dirty Player. If I stand where I am, chance are they've got enough assists to knock me down, and then they can run in and give a Dirty Player foul. I don't like it. Um, it also it obviously works very well with um, if you can get a bunch of assists because then you're almost guaranteed to get it on the uh, on the injury. Yeah. Here's a here's a quick question. Um, I saw someone complaining on Fumble, I think it was, saying that they didn't want Dirty Player to be automatic, and uh, people were going, "Why would you not want it to be used?" And they said, "Well, consider this. Let's say you're fouling somebody with armor seven, and you roll a seven. You roll a four and a three. Yeah. If you were to yeah. use Dirty Player, then you'll definitely get through the armor." But you you'll roll the injury, sorry, you, whatever happens, and um, you might get a double, but you won't get the dirty player bonus. However, if you decide to not use dirty player, you won't break the armor, 
but then you won't have to roll an injury without Dirty Blair, so you won't have an extra chance of getting sent off without the benefit of getting plus one to the injury. Oh, that's stupid. Well, that sounds more yeah. like someone is overthinking it. Way over- that, yeah, that, that, sound, that sounds crazy. It's quite a, yeah. You, most of the time, you would just go, "Hurry, I'm through the armor." Let's it's see. Co- it's happen. almost like min-maxing a skill. Yes. <laughs> sounds so, like he's min-maxing a skill rather than a roster, which to me sounds a bit sort of, hmm, okay, maybe you're thinking a bit too much into this. Maybe. He shouldn't be fouling if that's the thought on it. Yeah. <laughs> if you've got dirty player, you should foul. If unless... you're worried about getting that, worried about getting sent off, don't bother fouling. Yeah, unless you're, yeah, quite right. If you've got dirty player, then foul, because you might as well. Yeah. Unless you're I Lord mean, Borak. Yeah. Which well. bloody don't. Yeah, I don't quite know why he's got dirty player. It's such it's such a weird skill. You, I can't see that you'd ever foul with him. And I'm not going to lie, because death rolls have it too. Why would you foul with a death roller? Yeah, sure. Okay, maybe. Well, they're going to get sent off anyway. anyway. I, I was yeah, going to say yeah. before you score. All right, yeah, I'll shut up now. Yeah, but yeah. I was going to say de- death roll is slightly different. Speaking yeah, it actually does make sense because I mean, if that's going to be rolling over you, then yeah, that's going to do some damage. Do you remember the conversation <laughs> we had on Facebook <laughs> if you, uh, yesterday or the day before when Luke was saying you should give diving tackle to a death roller? Yeah. That was a very controversial suggestion. It was a funny one, though. Though, I have to say... Oh, yeah. I'm, sta- I'm standing by dodge on death rollers as my choice. Strip ball. Strip ball's boring. Yeah, it's dodge is boring. Not the, you dodge into a cage, and then you strip ball the ball carrier. Well, yeah, we've done we'd... this to death, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. anyway. But here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could do. I'll, I will I will argue my dodge on death roller t- till the cows come home, but... Let's yeah. talk about that. I know, I, I know I'm right. <laughs> so Dirty Player is another one of those skills. It's a bit like when we talked about Mighty Blow. If you, For quite a few people, it is the skill to take, and you should take it whenever you can because there's, there's so many good things that can happen from it. It can make a, a 40k skeleton into a, actually quite a scary piece. Mm. Especially yeah. if you get a war dancer on the floor and you've got a Dirty Player skeleton who's nearby. That's, that's really good. That's a scary oh, really? piece If you've got a war dancer on the floor, foul him even if you don't have Dirty Player. Yes, but if having Dirty Player makes it that much more likely that you can send him off the flipping pitch. Yeah. It, like I mean, you said, it, it's mighty blow, but you don't even have to knock him down. because really it, It's not something you take all the time, because you need reserves in order to start thinking about that. Because you don't want, say, an 11 versus 11. And yeah, sure, you might take one of their guys off the pitch, but also you might roll a double two and you go off the pitch and nothing happens. So it's like you then you're a man down. But then you yeah, also exactly, might roll yeah. double skulls, so you should never take block. That's, I don't think that's a very good way of looking at it. No, that's really not, because there's much more of a chance of rolling any doubles on the foul. Yeah. <laughs> One in six. One in six per roll. No. One in six of rolling a double, yeah. You have one in six of rolling a double on two dice. Well, it's definitely a much higher chance of rolling double skulls, let's put it that way. Yes, yes, that's true. Yeah, that's what we were sort of saying, yeah. yeah. But I'm saying, if you look at it as in you might roll a double one, so don't take it, that's not a good way of looking at it, because you might roll a double six. You might, you might roll yeah, a yeah. double one, you might roll a double two, you might roll a double three, and chances are you won't get through armor of any of those. Yeah, but Alex, you, you may as well say, oh, you might roll a one, there's no point starting the game. That's what, yeah, that's what I'm trying. I, I'm arguing the same point, mate. <laughs> Matt, you'd never play a game, would you? Yeah, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, we just like, yeah, that's me. I'm done. But, but that's, that's because with me, I will roll a double. It's, it's not. Uh, I might roll double skull. I might roll one, re-roll one. I will do that probably several times a game. Oh, I love it if we turned up and was like, all right, Matt, you want a game? Yep, hold on. You get our yeah. dice from your pocket. You roll it. One. Nope, sorry, not playing today. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going now. Just just save time, that's great. Um, so yeah, take Dirty Player. Oh, did you know Dirty Player stacks with a chainsaw on a foul? 
Yes. Plus four. Oh, that's nice. Plus four to the armor roll. That's very nice well, indeed. Or just to have plus three to the armor roll and then plus one to the injury roll. Or um, is that plus three? That doesn't work for the injury roll. It's just the armor roll, isn't it? No, it's just the armor roll. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, if you've got plus nice. three on the armor roll, then chances are, depending on what you're attacking, you're probably going to be using dirty player on the injury. Yes. I mean, even a tree man, with, with a chainsaw on dirty player, you need to roll a seven or higher to get through the armor. No, if you roll a seven, it doesn't break armor. Seven plus four. Oh, no, so you're talking with dirty player. Of course it does. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, oh, I don't Hates know anything. Timber. We knew this already, Merrick, don't worry. You're just here for the eye candy. <laughs> but it's a podcast, you can't see me. Oh, yeah. I've taken my shirt fired. off for nothing. <laughs> yeah, that's what you're the eye candy. You own a yeah. shirt? Um, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so, I mean, like we said, zombies are, are perfect candidates for a player. Mostly because it's a great skill, and also because what else do you give them? If you have a cheap player with general access, a <clears throat> player. Well, yeah, give one kick. Yeah, one, one kick, yeah, you can't, uh, three kicks is pointless. Um, but yeah, I mean, dirty players obviously um, prime candidate for zombies. Um, Kemri skeletons as well. Yes, um, and it's a good double skill for stunties too. Oh yes, yeah, for sure. It's going to double your value, like especially if you're a snotling. It's over double your value. But a snotling with dirty player. Fantastic. Yeah, if you roll, if you roll double on a snotling, I would say absolutely take dirty player on him. Uh, if you roll double on like a halfling and a goblin, I'd say take block first. Yeah, there is that yeah. option. Um, it's nice to have a dirty player because you can combine it with sneaky git as well. So it is, it is nice to have. So have um, I, I've, I would be inclined to say take them as a double on snotlings, but not on goblins or halflings, because um, a, a sneaky git dirty player snotling would just be yeah, sure he's probably going to die, but if you kick people in the face enough that you get sent off first, then you're fine. Exactly. Or of course, if you're if you're the game designers, if you've got a strength a, five chaos warrior with block and mighty blow, give him dirty player. Like bore out the spoiler. That's hell of a lot for a snotling. Hell of a lot of skills invested just for the old foul. Well, it's just two you've got so much mighty blow. Well, I mean, if, exactly if you've on a, got a double, um, there's not too One many. Yeah, I mean, if you roll a double on a snotling as its first skill, then you might think, oh, excellent, dirty player. I mean, you might give him something like block, you might give him something like sure hands, but then you think, okay, but his next skill, if he manages to get like an MVP or something somehow, you can give him sneaky it. Because to be fair, there's not too many ways you can go with snotlings as far as skills yeah. go. It's just, it's just a what if. It's like, he's going to die anyway, let's have some fun with it. Damn straight. If you get double with a snotling, you give him something and you keep him, and then chances are, long enough, if you keep him long enough, he'll get more skills. That's how yeah. you get them. And because um, we don't fi- we don't fire snotlings, we're not min maxes on this podcast. Oh hell no! <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, of course, of course I don't. <laughs> we go with yeah, our I've, never, I've never fired a snotling because he didn't roll a double his first skill. What was that? Good. Sorry, carry um, on. I've got an AV four snotling somewhere. I thought you know AV- what? I'm going to keep him. Oh god! I thought you said I thought you said AG four. I was like, wait, oh. why would you ever fire him? Oh, I do as well. I've got, I've got, I've got a team on the um, on the cyanide blood bowl one. It's my ogre team. It's got an agility three ogre and two agility four snotlings. It's actually what? Quite good. Agility I know. Force, what? It's a quite good team. <laughs> I got um, I got a league on Fumble. My old ogre team, which had essentially Morg. He has strength six and agility three. Bastard. <laughs> it's incredible. Like, like everyone's got bludge or something as well. It's like bludging ogres. Um, no, that's my ranked team. This is my old league team. Basically, and all of them unfair. just have block and mighty blow and break tackle, and one guy who has strength, break tackle, and agility. So he's essentially Morg. 
Nice. A mole who can dodge. <laughs> he doesn't have Lona, but he does have Bonehead. So. Yeah, but on the other hand, which would you rather have? In the um, in Blood Bowl two, they've got a new star player. They've got um the the they got Bob Bifford. They've made him as a star player, and he's basically oh, right. a better version of Morg. He's got the same stats as Morg, apart from he's also got break tackle and piling on. Oh, he's enough. actually better than Morg, which is very weird. Um, Someone's just dropped the mic. But you're still here. <laughs> um, so, um, shall we? Shall we talk about some star players? Oh, why not? Just uh, about time because we've got lots to talk about. Yeah, let's go for it. This is so, true. Yeah, we have to push on. We can always talk about Masters of Summit later on, like another episode. But anyway, yeah, anyway, talk anyway. about it. You know, when we have less to talk about. <laughs> okay, but just okay as a teaser, it's 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 awesome. You get lots of star players. You, it's fun. It's a very small pitch. It's 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 nuts. I think maybe we, you should you should uh, introduce us to it before we start discussing it. Okay, I'll just have you gush your love for it to us. We'll play it and um, we can record it as we're doing it or something. Yeah, we can do that. Why not? Anyway, so um, we're going to talk about two star players. We're going to talk about Jay Earlice. Said it right. And Wilhelm Cheney. Uh, Earl of Lice. Oh, Wilhelm. Jelici. Yeah, something about Jelici. <laughs> um, Jay, uh, Jay, 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 uh, like, Earl, goodness. Jay Earlice. He is, he is not a good star player. He's good, yeah. <laughs> he's good for one thing, which is receiving handoffs and running fast. He's movement eight. He's a ghoul, which is movement eight. Um, and he has catch and diving catch and sprint. Why you'd ever... I mean, I wouldn't want to sprint on a loner, I have to admit. Because yeah. having three go-for-its and you can't... Well, you can't rely on these re-rolls is scary. But, as we say, he's nice because you can give him the ball and he'll catch it on a two because you've got diving yeah. catch. And he's yeah. got um, he's got catch so he can re-roll. So he can reliably catch the ball. Not that anybody in your team will be passing the ball. Uh, and then he can piss off with it. Or hand it off. He, he can do a handoff. That's... Yeah. You have your shorthand school who picks it up and gives it to Jay Earlice, Earlice and um, then he runs off with it. But then, why would you do that? Because you could just use that money to buy a werewolf. Um, I mean, well, yeah. We've already got two werewolves. Yes, but then you buy Wilhelm. You save up and buy Wilhelm. <laughs> yeah, Wilhelm's only 60k more, and let's face facts, it is superior in every way. Yes. Yeah, um, and then 60, that's still 60k, isn't it? Setek is only 40k more, and is superior in every way. I would drop a re-roll and take Wilhelm if it meant I could take him instead of Earlys. If I had the money for, for Earlys... I keep changing his name. Why can't I pronounce him? The, the ghoul it's star easy. player. It's easy, come on. No, it's not. It's Erlis. Uh, like, for fuck's sake. I tried to do it properly then as well. Um, yeah, he's, he's... I don't know if anyone actually knows. He's, he's one of those star players. He's a bit like um, Crazy Eagle. He just... He doesn't... You can't... There's not many situations where you do You never him. see him, ever. I've never, ever seen him used. And there has to be a reason for that. He seems just overpriced for what he is. Yeah, I, I think yeah, it's it's the fact he's overpriced, and for all the teams that can have him, there are better options in star players. Yes, he doesn't fit yeah. the play style of the teams that can have him. Basically, if yeah, you, exactly. Yeah, That's essentially what it boils down to. Because you don't have any throwers. If you're gonna hand off, give it to a werewolf who's just as quick, doesn't have loner and actually can get star player points. I realise in the tournament that doesn't matter, and they, maybe you might take him in the tournament, but it's going to be such a high TV that you take him in, and then you're going to be losing it on positionals. Yeah. Yeah, if you could play for a, like an orc team or something like that, it would be badass, but... Yeah. This, yeah. Who, who exactly can he play for? I mean, I'm guessing it's only going to be... Necro, Undead, and Vampire. Yeah, yeah, it's only going to be the Undead teams, basically. Vampires, nice vampire maybe? Team. Yeah, because he's... Vampires, maybe? Um, 
but uh, well, again, for that price, you could get a wizard. Um, two rerolls and a fraud. Just get a wizard. If you can hit afford him, then get a wizard. If you can afford him and a wizard, then get someone. I wouldn't else. even say get a wizard, really. No, I wouldn't know. I mean, I'd, I'd rather have hack and slash than a wizard. By the way, on a vampire team, don't go for Jay Elias. Go for Wilhelm Janey again. Yeah, again, yeah, because so, Wilhelm Janey has got catch as well. Yes, we'll and talk about him in just four. a moment. So, to just yeah, before we move on to Wilhelm Janey, the thing with Jay Elias is he's 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 not that great. He's all he's right, awful. but there is almost always something better to go for. Well, not not all. Maybe I'm. Well, I'll move on before he starts writing us letters of complaint. Yeah, <laughs> I'll write a letter to Galak. I'll be like, you know what, Galak starts go for. You know what I hate about this game. This star player. No, if I had to pick a star player to hate, it would be um, Crazy Eagle. Oh, right, what's that sound? Oh no! Dave, Dave, What? I kicked him out. Oh, there we go. I had to hang up from him. <laughs> you just literally kicked him out. <laughs> well, You're fired from the podcast. I had to. That, that was that was pretty dangerous. I like to think I took the lead there and helped us all out. I took a managerial decision. I mean, I was about to just go, oh, I could just take my headphones off, problem solved, but then I was about to listen to Hello? Hello? Dave, you're making That's... horrible sounds. What, still? What, he's yeah. just talking? Oh, it's calming down a bit. It sounds like you're in like a tropical, like a tent in the jungle. Like yeah, a really heavy it rain. It sounds like you're surrounded by a storm, not going to lie. Yeah. Like oh, on a, in a sorry. lighthouse on the coast or something. In a wind tunnel? Yeah. All right. Um... <laughs> 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 some shit. <laughs> We're making... just all, we're just gonna this is the abusing Dave hour. <laughs> yeah. Your mic is bad and you should feel bad. Just like our podcast. Hey. Yes. This... As in our the... mic is bad. Yes. No? Yes, exactly. Just I, I got that. Mic. Thank you. I think we got it, yeah. Um, I think we all got that. <laughs> we just good. chose not to laugh. Well, there's something wrong with you then. So don't take J A Lice because he's he's pants. Take someone he is else pretty pants, yeah. Like should... Wilhelm Cheney. Oh what a good idea. Who is essentially awesome? He's worth two werewolves in price, but he's also worth two werewolves just in reality because he's brilliant. He he's... is the business. Well, he's just op- optimized well, isn't he? Yes. Well, he's, he's a werewolf with extra strength, so eight four three eight, um, and he's got claw and frenzy as normal. He's also got catch and wrestle, which are weird skills, but they work well because it means it he's... means he's versatile as yes. hell. Yeah. He's a, he's fantastic for getting the ball off people. And the thing is, it, mean, it means handing off to him is a no-brainer. Mm. Um, and effectively, the wrestle gives him some protection against the base downs as well. And um, mm. he's a great ball sacker because he's got frenzy, strength four, and wrestle. He's going to get that ball from you. Well, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's essentially got four dice worth of attempts at pals. And as a last ditch, maybe you don't want him on the floor of wrestle because then someone will just kick him in the head. Um, yeah, but... most likely. More, more than likely, but I mean, it's there as almost like a last resort on the defence as well. Yeah, He's yeah, basically, yeah, basically everything we said about normal werewolves applies to him, but more so yes. because yes. he's a werewolf on crack. Yes, he's got regen, which is which is yeah, utterly fantastic. Because even if they do kill him, he's going to come back. Yeah, potentially. Well, potentially, I, mean, I would 50, say 50. Yeah, if you can. <laughs> Building a, were- a necromantic team around two werewolves and Wilhelm Cheney is a very strong way to go. Yeah, it's oh, yeah. expensive, but you have three movement eight claw frenzy pieces, mm. one of which is Wilhelm Cheney. I mean, I'd be inclined to say that Wilhelm Cheney probably finds the most amount of use in a vampire team. Definitely. Um, purely because he fills a lot of the gaps that the vampires don't have, and that yeah. includes speed and blitzing, basically. You can run around um, without eating people, too. 
Yeah, I mean, basically what you can do there is essentially hypnogaze one corner of a cage off and just let Rohan go nuts. Um, That's true. That's a very good point. Oh, he's brilliant. He's he's good. I mean, strength four is essentially the key point to him. Movement eight, strength four with Frenzy is just a case of saying, you, right there, right, he's dead. Yes. No way of low, of course, but I mean, eh. Claws kind of makes up for that again. Yeah, and I will, I will say for for that price, although it is pricey, I think he's well worth it. I think he is worth it. I mean, I think he is... Um, I mean, let's face the fact, if you were to try and build an, a werewolf to be like Wilhelm Cheney in a way, he it wouldn't cost as much as 240k to give him plus strength and two skills that It'd you can take anyway. 210. It would be 210. But, I mean, it's more the fact that you it takes it... Well, the chances of you actually managing to build a werewolf like that is minimal. Oh, two normal skills and a strength up. But as you say, yeah, he's optimized. Again, that's minimal. And I mean, let's face facts here, with two normal skills and a strength up, you would inclined, be inclined to have a strength for blodging werewolf. Or a tackling. It's just, or a tackling werewolf, a exactly. Thing. Yes, a black or werewolf. Um, <laughs> it's more the fact that it gives, it gives you the versatility, basically. He's so good. So um, if you're taking Necromancer to a tournament, if you can, take Wilhelm, because you will not regret it. Yeah, I mean, it would be a laugh just to have the three werewolves there. If you're taking vampires to a tournament, absolutely take Wilhelm. Yeah. Oh, Maybe, yeah. yeah. And, um, just quickly, just very quickly, talking about Masters, I won't mention it again, because the point of it is you take all the star players available to a team and then two two positionals. Necromantic are one of the best teams, because you can get two werewolves, and you get Luther and Ramter and Wilhelm Cheney and Setek. I mean, looking team. at some of these star players, I think Necromantic have some of the most expensive star players out there. Well, I don't know. See, they've got, um, they've, I mean, they, they're quite... They've got yes. 390k Count Lufo and 380k Ramtut. But they do have the best star players also. They um, they have two middle price ones, which is Setek and Wilhelm Chaining, or I guess middle-ish. They've got the cheap ones if you really want Hack and Slash, or if you want to get Earlice for some reason. I wouldn't even call Earlice that cheap, to be fair. Well, I guess not. You've also got the two pricey ones if you've got the money, the premium ones. They've got mm. quite a nice selection. I mean, they're all pretty much the same. They're all just people who beat people up, but they are very good at it. I think they're great. Imagine if Wilhelm Cheney had Mighty Blow. Oh. That would so, be overpowered but, as hell. But he doesn't, so... Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, imagine what? if he did. Well, he doesn't. But that's all we use so imagination for. I think for. you can say that every time we talk about a star player. Or just imagine if he had that. Well, he doesn't. So. Well, I'm just... Leave me alone. <laughs> I'm just having like, fun, okay? What we can essentially boil it down to is, just imagine if he had this. He's overpowered. That's why he would, doesn't have that. <laughs> exactly, oh, yeah. Could you imagine shadowing? Oh, yeah, oh yeah, I, was, I said I was going to mention shadowing earlier. I'm going to mention it now. Because, oh, do you have to? Yes. Didn't you mention it already? <laughs> no, because the reason it won me the game... Yes, you did. <laughs> you, you've already mentioned it in the previous <laughs> 13 episodes. I didn't tell you why it won me in my game of Masters, though. Mm. Yeah, but, yeah, but you said that. you weren't going to mention Masters again just now. Oh, yeah. Aha, <laughs> checkmate, bitch. Fine. <laughs> Fine. Boom, he's laid that down. <laughs> <laughs> Drop the mic. <laughs> Yeah, literally. Bye, Mike. <laughs> yeah, see you later. <laughs> literally, I just throw my mic off the desk and just go. Um, ah, oh, Dave, he's oh, happening again. Dave just dropped his. Uh, there he goes. We've dropped our Dave instead of dropping the mic. <laughs> um, I need to stop saying that because it's like, oh, wait, that's my name as well, isn't it? <laughs> it's like I've not heard that one before. Cheers, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, sh shall we? Shall we? Oh, God. Hello again, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> the swirling vortex just announces your arrival. Um, 
It will die away again, probably. Uh, so that's necromantic. That's them. That's all of them. They're a very powerful team. They are. They're like undead, but different. They have werewolves. A bit, they're, they're, they're like undead, but different, but a bit the same. They have shorter, fatter mummies, and they have werewolves. So they're amazing. What did you just say about them? Oh, hang on. Oh, okay, no, carry on. Gee. Um, I'm like, that's beneath you. Gee. <laughs> something about mum's I was going to say yeah. something. I could say that. But... I don't know. I don't know. Um, <laughs> shall we talk about Bubba? Bubba Burl, which is happening. Say, what's everyone taking? Is it high elves? Yes. Yes, yes it is. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not taking high imagine elves. Imagine my disappointment when I learnt our own Mike, little Mike of, of the podcast, chickened out of taking a high elves and he's taking it, blooming studies. Chicken. I'm taking Made a up first a team. story about losing his team. I didn't lose my team. I will take a photo if you want of my uh, team in pieces give, give, yeah, over give, here. Give him ten minutes to break his team up and then he'll take a photo. <laughs> <laughs> when I moved house in August, a lot of my Blood Bowl and Warhammer stuff was in a box and unfortunately that box got knocked around a bit. Um, the elf team that I had was one of the casualties in that. Um, it's been lying in the box since August because I've had other stuff to be getting on with like um, jobs and other teams that like I came back with the World Cup team. The elves, the elves just have been on the back burner and I'm not really a fan of playing with elves anyway. So Well no one plays uh... like playing with high elves. That's why we're doing yeah, it. But I mean any elves. So that's why they've been sat in the box. Wow. It just so. I seem to, seem to remember you being a bit of the ringleader when it comes to everyone playing high elves. And then, Hang on a minute, how was I the ringleader? It was always Alex's. You came up with this <laughs> while I was on my hiatus. High elves. Sure? I'm dropping the mic again. Stop dropping the mic. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, anyway, so we us three are taking high elves because we're loyal, proper, experimental scientists. And Ooh. then, and then, bear in mind, Alex, you and I are going even more hardcore with no rerolls. Yes, I'm regretting this with every passing day. Every day, Bubba gets closer. I keep wishing that I had rerolls, but we're yeah, doing yeah, it. Yeah, me too. But... You're taking a leader reroll, not even taking team rerolls. Yeah, but you're yeah. taking leader, which is enough. Absolutely. You're out of the running. When you're doing sensible tournaments, then take no rerolls. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. So we've actually got quite different rosters, considering. Yeah. Um, uh, Matt, what are you what taking? Uh, three catchers and a thrower, um, crap load of linemen, and Eldril and Dolphar. And uh, skills? Uh, all yes. three catchers are skilled <laughs> up, so t- two with dodge, one with strip ball, two wrestle linemen, and sure hands on the thrower. It works well. I mean, without the, um, hold on, echo, echo, echo. No. Oh. hold on, Matt, hold on. I think it's Matt. I yep. think you're echoing, yep. mate. Oh, I'll kick oh. him out. <laughs> oh, dear. You just cut him off. <laughs> I don't care. I'm, I'm mad with power. He's gone. I'm, I'm next on. I'm about to get kicked out, even though I've not done anything. Yeah. It's Obviously, just like, you get kicked out, and you get kicked out. You can't kick me out, because if you kick me out, my recording software stops. I can't kick you out, can I? No, can don't, I because, don't, because the recording software will stop, then, then there'll just be an empty hole of recording. I wasn't about to. I just said, I can't, can I? And then I realised, oh, can I? Probably no, can. I don't think I can, because it's your call. <laughs> anyway, so, um, yeah, it sounds, like, over here. it sounds like you're saying, <laughs> I, I, I'll have you know that I am a, a uh, what do you call it, I'm a nice 
dictator. I'm like the happy dictator. The you just that... put the you put the dick in dictator. Oh, thank you very much. Dick in a dictator. I'm not from Winskin, thank you. I don't know what you do for fun nor over am there. I. I don't know why you keep saying that because nor am I. You live in Winscombe, don't you? No. Don't you? No. Oh. Well, but don't you look foolish? Oh, it's happening again, Dave. Oh, what's uh, going wrong? Okay, hold on. Has it stopped? Dave, say something. Hello, something. It sort of it comes and goes. Oh, well, I might bail out in a minute anyway because it's going to be shit for anyone listening. <laughs> no, we've got, to, we've got to do blood bluster still. Oh, we can't oh, bail come out. On we, okay. might have to, we might have to put a stop on Blood Blasters this week. Hell no. I've got my really good questions. Oh, um, but it's... I'm what. Yeah. Okay, well, let's let's move on to it now, because with Bubba, to be honest, we're going to be recording on the day, so we can oh, talk right. about it. Yeah. Oh, okay, fair yeah. enough. All I know is I've been talking to um, I've been talking to Dave, I've talked to him today, about what teams have turned up, and it's 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 really surprising what races are represented and which ones aren't. I well, I mean... When is this episode coming out? Are we today? allowed to start? I'm not okay, going to say anything about it. We're not going to say anything about the races then, okay. It's just, it's very surprising. And it's quite quite interesting. I'll tell you guys offline, maybe. Okay, but, cool. Um, yeah. Me- message us afterwards, because we don't want to start giving away too much, because people might listen in and uh, start building their teams around it. Exactly, which I'm not going to encourage, because I'm not <laughs> one of those people. Anyway, shall we then? Shall we round off this episode? Which is a bit shorter, because we started later, because of technical difficulties. It's a bit shorter, still an hour and a half long. I was going to say, we're still looking good for an hour and a half. Let's yeah. play... Blood Blasters! Duh! So, <laughs> all the weakest skink. Or, um, I'm sure we could find some... We need, to, we need to come up with some sort of pun on a, uh, game show that involves necromantic, but, uh... We will one day. When um, when we get to be the vampires one, it's going to be uh, Countdown. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's back. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Mike, That's... was that you dropping the mic again? <laughs> no, that was that was me moving. Sorry, I was moving um, something out of the way um, so I can get my my buzzer out. <laughs> and um, yes. So, I'm hosting today. I'm hosting Bloodbusters, and I have a I have a collection of questions. And I hope you will find them all very interesting and intriguing. Do we all have buzzers? Mike, have you got a buzzer? <laughs> oh, it's a Metal Gear Solid. It is. Nice. nice. I used to have that as my, now, my text tone, but it made me was that, um Was that too loud? No, it was perfect. Right. No, that was Excellent. good, yeah. Okay, cool. Matt, I'm still holding it quite a way away. Um, no, because I'm in the living room and my bell's upstairs. But I have some keys I can jangle. Jangle them. Play <laughs> Christmas, isn't it? <laughs> it sounds like someone shuffling, like a prisoner shuffling in an old Hollywood film. It's to add atmosphere. Dave, what you got? Well, at least they're all very different. Do you that? Yes. Yeah, I was, yep. yeah, you're going to be able to tell. They're all very different. Okay, so what I'm going to do then is I'm gonna, I've got a bunch of random questions. Um, when I run out of questions, then whoever's got the most points will be the winner. How many questions, questions are there? Uh, I've got twenty. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven is good. Oh, okay, that's, that's fine. Yeah, that's what I like. <laughs> that's going to be nice and quick. That's fine. Yeah, that's good. Okay. So, including... Let's start straight away. Including spaces... What? Including... What? I'm, I'm finishing the question. I'm having a, a pose. <laughs> I don't understand the question. Including spaces, 
Who has the longest name in Blood Bowl? Hang on. Hang on. Oh. <laughs> that. Mary. Oh, damn it all. Oh, is that Count Lufor? Von Drachen, what's his face? Yes, it is. And oh, that's going to be my guess. For extra points, how long is his name in characters? Oh, let's have a think. For, for, are we talking spaces as well? Uh, including spaces, yes. Uh, five and six, that's going to be 11 and 14. Don't count uh, guess. Oh, God, uh, that's uh, 19. Nope, longer. Anyone else want to guess? 26. Um, no, it's not that long, 21. 29. Shall I tell you how long it is? How long? It's 27 characters long. 27? Oh, I, was, I was one off. You were one off, but you didn't get it, though, did you? No. That's what I was going There's a space. Alex, there's another space at the end. <laughs> Who is there? Okay, then. He's, he's putting a full stop at the end. <laughs> <laughs> okay. For an extra bonus point, Merrick, you, get, you have to answer the first one that comes into your head. Who is... Who's got a longer name out of Lord Borak the Destroyer or Hathark the Unstoppable? Go. Uh, but Lord Borak. Oh, yeah, he does. Well done. Two points, then. Um, don't worry, there'll be extra points for everyone else, too. All I could think of was uh, Jan van der Gore Pestling, the footballer, when he said that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Here's Excellent. another one. This is a true or false question. True or false, every female piece in the... True. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Incorrect. Next part of the question. Oh, shit. The next part of the question. Who is the exception to the rule? Have fun. Nearly. Hang on okay. a few seconds. Like, let's have a quick thing. Do you want to actually ask you the bloody question? No, no I'm, I've got this. Okay. Go on <laughs> so then. the first bit of the question was... Oh, fuck. No, it wasn't. Well, first, first bit was false, and I got that. Okay, so the first bit was false, and who was the exception? Um, Zara Slayer. No. God damn it. Matt, you want to guess? <laughs> While we're here? Um, <laughs> oh, another guess. Um, what I think it's, we don't a random what, player. We don't know what the question is. I know. Maybe a true or false was a bad okay. idea. Right. I, don't the know. The I don't know. Because there was going to be an extra bonus point. So if you... Anyway. Try K. True or false? Here's what the question was. Every female pl player, positional and star player in the game... Has the dodge skill? That's the question. Yeah. False. And it's yeah. false. Who is the oh. exception? Oh, um. Willow Rosebuck. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Yes, it's Willow Rosebuck. So, oh, um, it, it would have been alright right. if we oh, done yeah, it. If you, if you hadn't have rushed in. Yeah. <laughs> if we'd done it properly. Funny, yeah, so, maybe a true or false question was a bad idea. To be fair, to be fair, I like the gamble, Dave. You had a 50 50. It was yeah, a good, yeah. good go, yeah. It was a dodge with an ogre. Okay. Next, <laughs> yeah, and he failed. Next question. <laughs> What is the worst possible conditions, therefore what is the worst possible role you can make for a catch? What is the... Go for it. Minus five. I don't know. <laughs> so you think the worst possible way is, is what, a minus five plus? That's quite good odds, actually. I actually what? don't know. Oh, oh Matt. shit, no. Uh, six. I'm talking about if you consider all possible negative modifiers uh, you can have. Oh, we're talking like disturbing presence, pouring rain, all of it, like all of nine it. tackle zones. Yeah, of yes. course. Uh, uh, so it's pretty much just get a minus number. Someone I think. buzz. Oh, minus, tw minus twelve. <laughs> fifteen. Um, minus fourteen. <laughs> so fifteen, fourteen, and twelve. I can tell you, it's even worse than that. Oh the worst God. possible roll you can make um, or try and make is a twenty-seven plus. 
So if you were surrounded by nine players with disturbing presence. Yes, if you were against a team and they all had disturbing presence and you were in nine tackle zones and it was raining and you were agility one and you were catching a bouncing ball, you'd have to make a 27 plus in order to do it, which is a minus 21 modifier. Oh, so we're talking 11 disturbing presences, nine of those in your tackle zone. Yep, in plus the it's raining. Oh my god, okay. Wow, okay. So <laughs> somehow I'm still winning even because we yes. keep getting it wrong. Because no one's got any right. points so far. <laughs> hey, 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 hang on. I got hang on. Four... He got one. I... Yeah, Matt has got one. It's currently two one zero. If Matt's having that, no, because you, you, you that you, was <laughs> after the question, wasn't it? Though? You guessed yeah. Roxana. Um, next, <laughs> next question. Next question. Who is the priciest player that doesn't have any skills? Shit. Go for it. What's the answer? Vampire. Nope. No, of course he's got mega traits. Anyone else? No. Uh, Dave. Uh, 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 Budel Flyman. Nope. Matt. Uh, I'm thinking. <laughs> Five, four, three. Oh, two, I don't know. Um, one. Go for it. A, a player? Uh, or yes, right. and no. <laughs> a black orc. Black orc. Nearly. It's a chaos warrior. Oh, oh chaos warrior, of course. Why did I say vampire? They've got like three. I won't lie to you, I panicked like hell then, because I thought, oh, they don't have dice, they don't have right, go for that. <laughs> and then I realised they have no gaze and bloodlust. So and after, like, after a potential eight or nine points, you have got three points between all of you so far. <laughs> I'm winning! <laughs> um, okay, what is the shortest player or positional name? Merrick. Oh my god, why am I buzzing in when I don't know the answers? Um, three. You can't just buzz in and then just... Someone else can buzz in. <laughs> yeah, someone else buzz in, because literally I just did... Oh, I'm so bad at this. Dave. Goblin. Nope. They're shorter than that. Anybody? Oh. Ogre. Go Ogre. Correct. Oh, well done, yeah. Four letters. Well, you already got it wrong, so that doesn't count. So. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, he was, he was buzzed out. Yeah. I, I did That's sort true, of buzz you were buzzed in out. Then... Okay, Matt, so you can steal the point then. Ogre. Who's... No, <laughs> listen. You can Bonus steal the point. point. Who is the star player with the shortest name? Uh, Ramtup. Ramtup the third. No, because that's his full name, isn't it? Ramtup the third. Anybody want to buzz in to steal it? Uh, Sibley. Sibley, yeah. Yes, Sibley is one of them. Correct. I, well I won't lie to you. I didn't buzz though, so you didn't. So Dave gets no, the point. Buzz, yeah, so Dave gets it. <laughs> you could also have had Grotty or Ripper. And now, is, wouldn't it be Brick, Farf, and Grotty because they're one? No, because Grotty's a separate star player. They're both two. Yeah, but you can't players. take him by himself. Well, I was going to say, I yeah. No, but they are, they're oh, I would call them like a, a, a joint thing. But I said that you can't take player, him by himself. Not the cheapest oh, inducement. All right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he got the point, so sorry. <laughs> it doesn't. How many teams? Wait for Dave to buzz in with a preemptive answer. How many teams? <laughs> is the skill dauntless useless against? Useless against. Useless against. Yes. Um, zero. It's not going to buzz in, or I'm not including star players here. Merrick. Oh, was, oh, sorry, Matt. I think Hang on, Matt's going. Matt's Matt. going. Yeah, I'm going to say zero. Okay, you're wrong. Merrick. No, I'm not. I'm going to argue this point in a minute. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm not I, including I, I star players. He's probably right. Um, sorry. What was that? Bad star players. Okay. <laughs> Should I? I know what you're going to say, actually, Matt. I'm going to say right. I'm going to say four. I'm saying, okay, if you, uh, assume a strength three piece. In that case. Oh, um, oh no, changing the rules. <laughs> I was I, 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 very well. I was assuming a strength You phrased that. Yeah, I was going to say, because yeah. 
every team has a player that Dauntless would be useful against. If yeah. you were a snotling, yeah. Okay, um, well, the actual answer, if you're assuming a strength three piece. Sorry about that, Matt. You should have put in assuming a strength three. Oh, dear. Do you want the answer or not? No. All right, fine. Next <laughs> question. <laughs> no, okay. We do want the answer. We do want the answer. Yeah, it's right, four. Answer. It's four. Well, I was right. Yeah, there are only four teams who only have strength three or lower pieces. Yeah. Because every other team has at least a strength four or but higher. technically, Matt was... We should speaking. both get a point. Fine, you can both have half a point. Yeah, um, I'll have a half a point in if you're offering that. You can have a quarter point. <laughs> you didn't even put an answer out there. Yeah, <laughs> he yeah, tried his best, was, didn't he? I was more polite. You can have I a quarter passed. of a point. So yeah, because yeah, <laughs> every team except pro elves, high elves, Amazons, and dark elves have strength four or higher pieces. Yeah. So if you're a normal, if you're a human, for example, giving Dauntless to a lineman, I am human. Which is? Are you sure? <laughs> um, but you could. Uh, you can. I mean, yeah. Skype picture is literally just a donkey. So yeah. So you can use Dauntless out. against almost every team, which is I found really surprising. I thought Dauntless is a useful skill, but actually, you'll be surprised how it's really it. not. You know, when you play Bretonians, you're, you're, it's weird because you think you can. You think Dauntless. I'm not going to be able to use that anywhere, but then you can use it most of the time. You know what you should have said? You should have said against how many teams were the troll slayers? Um, Dauntless be useless against. I should have said that. However, job. You know, my favourite bit of Mastermind is when they spend five minutes talking about a question just after they answered it. <laughs> yeah, but on Mastermind, they don't phrase the questions really badly. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes I wonder why I bother with this game. Sometimes That's because so, yeah. it's a labour of love. Okay, fine. Right. <laughs> true. <laughs> I was about to say true or false, though, but I'm not going to say that because I know what's going to happen. Okay. How many players... If any, how are movement eight, armor eight? Oh, oh, that was uh, Matt first, I think, wasn't it? Uh, that was that was uh, Jingles, I think. Yeah, Matt. Yeah, so, sorry, does that include uh, star players? Yes. Uh, three, <laughs> three. That... Anyone got any advances on three? I think it's only two. Uh, six. Six. And yeah. you think it's two, but you, do you, Merrick? I think it's only two. Well, I'll tell well, you, it's three. Oh, three. Yeah. Three. That was me, right? Matt, who are they? Yeah. Um. Well, ward answers. Uh, are they? Seven starters. <laughs> what? Yeah, they're not armor eight. <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't know. Um, werewolves. What? Uh, Cheney. Cheney and yeah. werewolves. Okay, a point for whoever can name the last one. Is it? Um, oh god, what's that bloody? No. Is it Hackflem? No, he's moving nine. Ah. <sighs> no, there's. Um... Yeah, I don't think we're gonna get that. He's green. Uh. He's green now. Oh dear. He's a slam. Is it a really he's unwell hack them? Some no, slam. He's a slam. He's lot of bottle. Oh, it's lot of bottle. Oh, uh, lot of bottle. Right. Movement eight armor. Eight? That's, that's I didn't know it was armor eight. I thought it might have been armor seven. All right, fair enough. Um, and that's all my questions. No, was that all of them? Yeah. So, so, so Alex, who won? Last question then. The person who won. Thank is... you. I'd like to thank my parents. <laughs> 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 With your uh, point. <laughs> I don't know who won. It was probably Merrick. I think Matt. No, I think Matt. Because, all right, let's let's put it this way. I got two and a half points. I think Matt I had, had one and a half. But oh, we might be a draw. I think it's a draw. Okay, yeah. Okay. In that case, we need a tiebreaker. Now then, here's the tiebreaker. Here's the question: Is it might be a little bit complicated, but I'm sure you guys can handle it. Okay. Okay. Now. And Dave buzzes in. True and false. Who is, in terms of just pure stats versus cost? So the amount of stats you get for the cost that you pay. Oh my god! Who right. is the worst value piece in the game? Oh Christ! Oh, 
Not including the skills. Morg. Uh, hold on. That was um. That was you first, Dave. You think Morg? Yeah. It's not Morg. That was Matt um. next. Matt. Um. Whoever's closest gets the point. Whoever's kind of is worth more or worth less. Because I've got a little formula here. You see. Are you going with Lord Borak? This includes normal players as well as star players. Oh, oh. Sorry, oh, I should say. Change it again. I didn't check. In fact, it's only... <laughs> to be fair, he did say which player. Yes. Which I've only star got, player. I've only got this for normal players, not for star players, actually. Oh, thanks. Nice. <laughs> Look, just stop answer the change. bloody question. Alex, stop changing the um, I'm not changing... Oh, my <laughs> God, I actually... Ah. Uh, Mike, just say... just say something and finish oh, it. I don't know. Ramta. Um... See, I've not this got... said not stars. Yeah, I've, got, I've not got oh, this not formula stars. for stars. I've only got You're it for not, players. Not stars. Oh, my God. You didn't say that. Not stars. Um... Try again. This time pick a non-star Okay, player. we're going to try again, but just basic players. And well, you've got a formula. Can... Yes. Okay, like a dwarf runner, then. You think a dwarf runner is I'm worth I'm going to say a... Um... Oh, God, my mind just went blank. High off Blitzer. I can tell you. Okay, who's closer to you two? Uh, Go on then, Dave, try and ogre. steal it. An ogre. An ogre. Yeah. Well, of the three of you, the ogre is actually the worst value for money. Oh, nice. Three. Oh, nice. Well, so, okay. the tiebreaker between me and Matt. Oh, God damn it, yeah. <laughs> no, don't worry, I'm going to tell you um, who actually won it. Because uh, an ogre, you get, for every 10,000 you spend, you get 0.15 of a stat. Sorry, something like that. Um, the actual worst value for money you can possibly physically get in terms of pure stats versus money is a Minotaur. Because his stats aren't that great for the money you pay. He's just got quite good skills. Oh, okay, enough. Okay, now okay. let's keep going up to see who's uh, who have you came who's worse. So you said a high off blitzer I, versus a runner. Yeah. Okay, a high off blitzer. Here he is. <coughs> Alright, high off blitzer. Where, where is he? I had him right in front of me. High blitz, there we go, has a score of 0.22 for his money versus stats, whereas a dwarf runner has a score of 0.25. So a high off is actually worth, wor- is worse value for money than a yes. dwarf runner. So, Merrick wins. 0.03. A- Alex, can I just say, this does not bode well for us. <laughs> just because we're taking high offs, what are you talking about there? I've only got one high off blitz, so I'm fine. Oh, yeah, I'm not, oh, okay, I'm not, got... I wasn't saying it because I know that all high elves are overpriced, but all high elves are overpriced. Yeah. <laughs> so it was kind case, of obvious that their you... 100k <laughs> guy with only block was going to be... Uh... In case you're yeah. curious, the best value for money versus stats and cash and all the rest of it is it's not like... Because you pay so little for what you get, you get, but you get loads for what you pay for, in case you're wondering. Um, all right. Shall we, shall we call that an episode? Yeah. I reckon we should. That was a complete and utter train wreck of an hour and a bit. It's all Dave's fault. It was. Yeah, I'm quite happy to blame. <laughs> <laughs> like, hang on a second. Just something gone wrong, and I wasn't blamed. <laughs> I think the tangents at the start were a bit of a laugh as well. But hey, you know what? It's all fun and games. It's fine. No one listens it's... to Blood Bowl podcasts for the Blood Bowl. It's all the bits in between that people want. Exactly. To it's the banter's. <laughs> and. <laughs> So you've been listening to anything but one? Yeah. What could go wrong? The, <laughs> what could no. possibly go wrong? We have, uh, I haven't summed it up yet. And it's everything. not possibly go wrong. There's no possibly in the title. <laughs> <laughs> that was the most lacklustre outro I've heard in my life. Hustle it up. We'll do it properly. Hold on, hold on. Just to say, thank you for listening. We, we've been talking about the necromantic roster. So we talked about um, Claw, and we also talked about a Dirty Player, as well as briefly talking about J.E. Lice. I got it right that time. And Wilhelm Cheney. <laughs> We're also, um, yeah, we're going to see a bunch of you listeners at Bubba Bowl. If you see us there, say hello to us. 
We haven't got the dice yet. We're going to get some dice on the way, so um, we can't give you any presents. However, if you do bring High Elves, you might win our illustrious trophy. As presented by me, because I won't be playing High Elves. Because you're a dirty yeah. traitor. Yeah. I'm playing Halflings. I'm going to some slack most, here. He's hardly power gaming, is he, with Halflings? Yeah, I'm not exactly going out to win it against all the High Elf teams. Humbug. By the way, I learned today, uh, Prince Moraine is actually amazing. I didn't think he was that great, but against elves, he's fantastic. Just thought I'd mention that. So before I said he wasn't that great for the money, he's actually bloody awesome. Um, because he's strength four and tackle, which is great for taking out elves. Um. <laughs> anyway. Oh, did I ever mention about... The... No, right, sorry. <laughs> That's what you like. <laughs> okay. So, we have been anything but a one. What could go wrong? What could possibly go wrong? It's not bad. There's no possibility in it. Right.